For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Launching now, launching the dumbest radio show in America. <laughs> Welcome to Common Man and T Bone. I go to the bus stop every single morning, and most of the time, I'm the only parent at the bus stop. I coined this term DIC dad in charge or is to simplify it just call me the dick and so now when i go to the bus stop i'm the only dad there i'm the dick featuring panama ted too hot timmy hall i will rub one on my face and a collection of profane noises coach no dom i'm a genetic freak <laughs> And I'm not normal. I want me some glory hole. I'll keep it in the room. Stop breathing. It used to be a lot longer. The numbers don't lie. Bah! Bah! This is stupid. <laughs> this is man and bone. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thursday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Oh, we got a big one today. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at man and bone 971. You can text the burner phone. 614-787-3093. We have some uh, breaking news today. Marvin Harrison Jr. is off to the NFL. Everybody is saying this is a surprise to no one, but it is a surprise to some people. Because I continue to read articles about how he could come back or he could hit the portal or all this crap. But he has officially decided and declared to go to the NFL. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know why anybody would have thought that he was coming back i know that there's this idea that he could get 10 million dollars or something in the portal or okay if he can do that great if he could have he could have had 10 million dollars last off season in the portal well i don't know if it was 10 i heard it was more like four or five but yeah i mean he definitely could have had more than he got here and, and you're right in the portal and it was probably out west out on the out in la it was usc is what we all heard but either way the amount of money that's out there, I think, is getting exaggerated to a degree where someone says, if I could have, if we could get that guy, I bet I could get $5 million for him. I bet I could go find it from our boosters. And then that gets into the circles of recruiting. Like, oh, yeah, they're saying out USC, they get 4 or $5 million for him. They get $7 million for him, whatever. They get $10 million for him. And that, that all is a nice little narrative until someone actually has to put pen to paper and say, I'm going to do this for one college football player for one year. We're going to make that happen. I'm not saying he's not worth it. I'm saying the teams, the people that can do that typically are NFL owners, not boosters. Marvin's out. Bill Belichick is out. After 24 seasons as head coach of the Patriots, they're saying mutual decision. Uh, he gone. He uh, presumably will go coach someplace else. I don't know. That didn't sound like a retirement press conference today. Sounded very grateful for all the, the time, all the championships, all that. But it didn't strike me as a guy who's finished. And so in the last couple days, you have had Bill Belichick leave the Patriots. You have had Nick Saban retire from college football. You have had Pete Carroll just sort of lost in the shuffle. Right. Man, 
all of these guys are legendary coaches. Pete Carroll's a legendary coach. Absolutely Regardless right. of how you think of him or how he won his stuff at USC, I mean, he's he's a legendary coaching figure. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're going to sit here and lionize the guy up in Ann Arbor about how this guy overcame, fine. Pete Carroll, then, if we're going to say that cheating's okay and you can do whatever you want as long as you win, well, then Pete Carroll did all that at USC and then came to the NFL and was very and successful there. there. Now you can argue, and I'm sure Marshawn Lynch would, you know, if you made a, a couple different decisions there, you know, in one of those Super Bowls, you would have had two well, of them. Well, that, that's fine. But the reality but, is he was a hot college coach that came to the NFL and won a Super Bowl, which is something and, that hasn't been done recently. And was feet away from a second one, you know, was one yeah. play away from a second victory in a Super Bowl. So, yeah, I mean, this this is a legendary coach who, you're right, we're just kind of like, yeah, anyway, him too. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's out. I don't know why Bill Belichick wants to continue to do this, but, you know, I never understood. That's what separates guys like me and you. Of course, the ability separates us, but also just this sheer determination to continue to compete. I mean, yeah. you've done it all. You're, even even with all the deflate gate and all the other crap, spy gate, I mean, people still look at Bill Belichick. I do. As the greatest professional head coach, certainly of my lifetime, but maybe anywhere. And he still says, I have something in me. I have something to offer. I'll at least give it to Saban. I, I thought they'd have to wheel him off the field in a casket. Yeah. And, and he said, look, I just, you know, I used to be able to work till two o'clock in the morning as a younger man. I can't do that anymore. And it, I'm surprised he has such a level head because they didn't push him out. Oh, there's no. some there's some rumblings to that. They did not push him out. This was his decision. All the reports are unless I mean unless something changes, all the reporting we've seen is that he walked in, he told a few staff members, get everybody together, we're gonna have a staff meeting at four PM and then that's when he broke the news to everyone that he was leaving. And previously that day he had been interviewing wide receiver coach candidates. That yeah. doesn't sound like something you're doing. If if everyone in the building is trying to force you out and this kind of thing, like I, I think he genuinely knew he was going to do this probably after they lost to Michigan uh, in the playoffs, and then he probably said or took a couple days, assessed things with Miss Terry and all that. But he probably maybe he's thought about it the last couple of years. That's what but I'm then saying. A couple days go by and he changes his mind. Maybe this time a couple days go by and he still feels the same way. I'm saying he. I'm guessing, totally guessing, but I'm thinking that he probably figured that out and then said, I'm going to work right up to the point that I announced that I'm done. And then I'll help them with whatever they need me to for the next couple of days after to get this thing through the next guy's hands. And then I'm, I'm out, but I don't, you know, I don't kind of blame him for cutting the cord quick. I, I do not think Nick Saban's the type of guy who wants uh, the, the retirement tour. He is, he is like the, the anti Jim Bayheim in that way. And a, and a few other coaches too. Uh, better example, of course, would be Coach K, right? That he, Coach K wanted all that attention, love, adoration, everything. Nick Saban, to his credit, I feel like says, get that crap out of my face. I don't need any of that. I don't want any of it. I want to go out when I want to go out, and I don't want anybody making a fuss. You brought up a, another guy that we have talked about on this show for many years, Jim Beheim. You know that I am not a Nick Saban guy. All right. No. I, I respect his greatness. I think he's the greatest college football coach ever. Uh, I wouldn't want to be friends with him. I don't necessarily enjoy the way that he handled his business all the time. I don't think he wants to be friends with anybody other than like right. a couple of people. Maybe. But when it, if it came down to him and Jim Beheim, I would spoon in a bed. 
<laughs> with Nick Saban every day. Oh, yeah. Every day. Oh, yeah. That's how much I can't stand Bayheim. No doubt. And you know me. I love basketball. I am much more of a basketball fan in general than I am a football fan. I I love listening to coaches talk X's and O's basketball. I played basketball growing up. I never played football. I, t- I often get frustrated with football guy mentality. And I'm with you. I'd rather hang out with Saban for a month than hang out with Jim Bayheim for five seconds. So the hot and heavy rumor... Uh, last night and this morning was that Oregon's Dan Lanning was going to take this job in Alabama. You even had a guy in Oregon, a television guy, saying, I know that he's in Tuscaloosa right now. I have sources that say he's in Tuscaloosa. And everybody this morning was pretty much saying, Dan Lanning, he's going to get the job. And then Oregon puts out a video, which, by the way, brilliantly done. Oh, it, it's excellent. I, I'm sure Lanning's not there, you know, cutting it up himself, but... You know, he obviously approved it. Whoever's running social, making the videos over there at Oregon, bravo to you. Because it was wonderfully done. Where it's him leading a team meeting, him being Dan Lanning. And talking about how if if you think your coach is going to leave, come play for us. And it ends with him saying, I'm not going anywhere, smoking on a cigar. It's a, it is an incredible piece of film. And it's something that... I I am I have seen this coming for the last few years, and I guess we're just we're back on this. Like we're we fully embrace cigar culture in the sports world because like you're seeing it pop up in locker rooms, obviously when teams win championships, but you're now also seeing it in like recruiting videos. You're seeing it a lot of other places. I did not necessarily expect to see it, but I'll, I'll give hey, Dan Lanning dying. What's the difference? Yeah, you're we right. We got microplastics in the bottled water. Who cares? <laughs> you're right. Dan Lanning, though, think about this. This man was apparently in Tuscaloosa talking to them. Had at least a conversation, right? I'm sure. I'm Has sure. that been confirmed? Well, that's been, uh, you're right. That's been reported I, I that know. he was down there. I'll say this. You know they wanted him and calls were made to him. Now, maybe his agent said, guys, you can say whatever number you want. He's not listening to anybody. He is stuck here in Oregon. He never wants to leave here. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. But I'm guessing his agent, being an agent, listened to those numbers and maybe Dan Lanning sat in on a conversation and talked through things with the Bama brass. I don't know. In either case, however it went down, the job was presented, at least in theory, to his agent. I'm quite sure it was. And Dan Lanning said, sorry, Alabama, I'm at Oregon. So you tell me, we talked about this yesterday. What's the biggest job in college football? I saw all these people tweeting that yesterday. The biggest job in college football is now open. And you and I both said, no, it ain't. No. Because it's not, Bama's not the biggest job in college football. Nick Saban is the best coach in college football history. He has built that program into the most fearsome machine among maybe two or three in the last couple of years have kind of got there too. Like George is right there. Sure. Michigan, I guess we have to say that. We have to say it. But he's built that thing over 20 years to be a fearsome thing. And that's what's leaving. The job itself is a huge question mark to me. Boosters are there. The situation on campus is much better than it was when he got there. But don't for a second think that it's better than anywhere else. Because Dan Lanning just told you it's not. I don't uh, I don't want to be the guy that follows Nick Saban. That's not to say that Alabama can't get up there again. That they can't win more national championships. That it's not one of the best jobs in the country. It is. But I wouldn't want to be the guy who follows Nick Saban. One of, not the. 
That's well, the difference. One of, yeah, yeah, well, one yeah of there's the a best. lot of really good jobs. Right. You know, if, if the Michigan job comes open this offseason, let's say Michigan's open and Alabama's open at the same time. If I am on the list, on the short list for any of those schools, I think Michigan's the more attractive job. Absolutely right. I because while yeah. Harbaugh has been successful and he just won you a national championship, he doesn't have 17 years and six titles no. down there, up there, whatever you want to say. Right. This is this is to me I, I'm not saying Alabama's gonna become this, but don't forget, like LSU was viewed as one of the top jobs, and maybe it still is viewed as one of the top jobs in college football. How's LSU been the last few years since that all happened? Brian Kelly's got next year. Right. He's got next year to prove himself, and then I think he's out. And this is a guy who's won ten games back to back seasons. Right. There there were people at one time who said Auburn is one of these jobs that oh man, that's a hell? huge job. And it's like and, yeah, yeah, I both said that's BS, but Right. I'm saying Florida State has been called one of the best jobs in college football. And who's now the running candidate to go replace Nick Saban is the guy who's coaching to Florida State and coached him to undefeated season and got absolutely jack and squad after that happens. So, yeah, I, I'm saying the best jobs in college football, those are all in the mix. None of them is a clear number one. The Alabama free agents already hitting the market. Could one be coming to Columbus? Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for an accident blocking the left lane on westbound 670 before 3rd Street. couple minute delay there. And we've got an accident also blocking the right lane on northbound 71 north side after 270 on the north outer belt. This report is sponsored by AAA Car Care Plus. Save $120 on select sets of four Cooper tires now through January 16th. Only at AAA Car Care Plus. Not a member, not a problem. Everyone can save at AAA Car Care Plus locations. Details at AAA.com slash. My car. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Shun. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. You can text the burner phone 614-787-3093. I do have one for you that oh, sticks on what we I'd were just it. talking about. Uh, it's, this one is from Tony, who says, my guys. I got bronchitis. Very simple. Would you rather have had Nick Saban's career or Bill Belichick's career? Uh, Belichick. Oh, interesting. Why is I, that? I just, I, um, well, I wouldn't want to do, well, I guess this, I wouldn't have to go do the work. It's just no, the resume. Which resume would you rather have? I agree with you that the actual job of coaching college football to me seems much more. I can't recruit. I can't do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> somehow Nick Saban could, though, and that strikes me as so bizarre that he was able to. Like, this man gets angry. It seems like seemingly everything. But when a guy's like, hey, I'm going to need X amount of dollars or I'm not coming, he's like, yeah, it's fine. Well, and maybe you're saying, well, he must be different. Behind the scenes. One of my favorite stories from Cowboy Craig Krenzel yeah. is when Krenzel, he was coming out of Michigan. That's mm -hmm. where he grew up, went to high school. Coming out of Michigan, 
he was being recruited by Nick Saban and Michigan State when, when Saban was, was the head coach at Michigan State. Yeah. And he's getting recruited by, you know, Michigan. He's getting recruited by Ohio State. So he goes on all these recruiting visits and he decides that Ohio State is the place for him. Krenzel's dad says, well, that's great that you've decided that. You have to call all these other coaches that recruited you and offered you a scholarship and tell them that decision. Yeah, that's that's a that's a nice thing to stand do. Up it's, thing it's to a stand do. up thing to do. And so he called, you know, some coaches and you know, they were gave him his best and good luck to you, all that. Called up Nick Saban, who was the head coach at Michigan State, and said, you know, I've decided thank you so much for your interest, thank you so much for the offer. I've decided to go play down in Columbus. And Saban essentially said, Well, I just want to let you know you're making the wrong decision and then hung up the phone. <laughs> you know, you you would think a guy like that. I mean, he's grown over the years. I'm sure he has. Right? I mean, I'm, I'm sure, sure he's he not doing that now. He wasn't doing that at Alabama a couple of years ago when he's winning titles. But, I mean, he's always been that that gruff guy, that that gruff personality guy. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you, though. I think ultimately that I'd rather have the Belichick career. I was curious if you would say that or not because of how after Tom Brady left, I know you're the type of person that would hate to hear everybody say, and I would too, Oh man, you only won that because you had Tom Brady with you. You know, that kind of thing. And that's a that's a thing that Belichick can't get around right now. But the other part of that is between Saban and Belichick, they both coached in the NFL. We know how it went for both of them, too. And uh that doesn't mean Saban is not a good coach. It means in the NFL, it wasn't his forte. Right. Bill Belichick may have gone and coached in college and been god awful. Or at, at best, like a Kirk Ferentz, right? They were Kirk Ferentz and Bill Belichick were on the same staff in Cleveland. I mean, it, it it could have been a thing like that, possibly, for the two of them. But as it turned out, you know who Belichick is now. You know what he's done. So, so the answer is I, take I, that. I probably would pick Belichick still only because, you know, I mean, Saban's a, a god in Tuscaloosa in the South. Yeah. He's got a statue there. The problem is it's in the South. <laughs> and I hate the South. Not a big yeah. fan of Boston either. No, but to enjoy But your, I hate the South. It'd also be like hot when you go back and they oh want to honor God. you for something. You'd go there and it's 90 degrees and 90% humidity. That's not your scene. Yeah. Where would you rather vacation, Boston or the South? Let me ask you a real question. It's going to come off as a joke, but it's not. Uh, by population, obviously there's more people who live in Boston than live in Tuscaloosa. Okay. But... Uh, do you think they throw out the N-word more in Boston or in Tuscaloosa? It's hard to say. It is hard to say. Hard isn't it? to say. Yeah, it really is. And I, you know what? Yeah, I'm not I'm not necessarily a fan of Boston either. That's what it's not I my said. place I'd want to go. Anyway. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, Ryan Williams, the number nine overall recruit. This is class of twenty twenty four, right? Five. Isn't it twenty twenty five? I thought. No, it's twenty twenty four. Okay, so he he wasn't coming early. Oh, so he hasn't committed yet. He has not committed. Well, he committed. I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't signed, signed he hasn't done, yet. He's he didn't do the early signing. Gotcha. Ryan Williams, wide receiver. He is a five star guy, number three receiver in the class of twenty twenty four. He has decommitted from Alabama now that Nick Saban has gone. There is some speculation that uh, he may come here. Very interesting. So we'll see. That's very interesting. I can I do we have a second to talk about Ohio State? We have three hours, buddy, and, okay. and our names are on the, the show. So we can do whatever the hell we want. <laughs> That's right. 
Um, I want to talk about a thought I had on recruiting and transfer portal and all of this. Okay. Uh, what would most people who looked at Michigan's resume, not resume, their roster, what did they look at and see this year that was a lot different than what we've had with many other teams over the years? The answer that I find is that I'm seeing more and more people talk about how they convinced all these guys to stick around. You have a lot of guys who want to win. That is very important. You have a lot of guys who would get the x-ray meme of where they look at the chest x-ray. There's a little pit bull sitting in there. Got that dog in him. You know, that kind of thing. You got a lot of dogs there who want to like tooth and nail. They'll do anything to win. And that's not unimportant. But the other thing that a lot of those guys had was they've been around. Blake Corum's been there. J.J. McCarthy, all these guys, a lot of them had been there for a long time. Or they were transfers with a lot of time in somewhere else. I am wondering if you are going to start seeing a trend. Like, what are you seeing now at Ohio State? Do you see a lot of guys who it's like, here's this dude in his third year who's going to have one big, huge year and then go to the NFL? Or did you see a bunch of guys just now say, we're coming back? Well, Unfinished business. uh, to, To further put that point across Emeka Ibuka said he was coming back today yeah for his senior season now I know the the negative look at that for some and I'm not saying this is wrong it's it's fair is that well a lot of these guys are coming back because they're not happy with where they would get drafted if they left for the NFL that's that's real but the point is there are resources in college football when it comes to recruiting now and you have to allocate those resources to something you can either allocate them to of course your five-star guys which Ohio State's got those coming in every year like they do They also have to allocate those two guys that are transfer portal guys who could come in, which they've done, right? They got Quinshawn Judkins to come here. That's a guy who's a two-time SEC running back, all SEC running back, that they got to leave Ole Miss and come here. Yeah. But they've also got a bunch of guys who are fifth-year guys, six-year guys, if they've had injuries and stuff, who are going to be on this roster next year. And I wonder if you're going to see more teams go that route and say, we've got to have a bunch of leaders. Who was, who was Michigan playing against? Who was their quarterback? Michael Penix Jr., who's like in his seventh year of the NFL, if it's another era. But right now, he's still a college football quarterback after playing at Indiana, transferring, and staying at Washington for a few years. I'm wondering if that's not kind of the MO that we're looking at with Ohio State, trying to keep all the old guys around and get some veteran presence that can help you win these games. More Would You Rather coming up next, plus Fat Boy Food Tip. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. If you're traveling on westbound 670 around 4th Street, watch out for an accident on the left side causing a little of a delay. And we've got stop and go traffic on eastbound 70 on the west side between Mound Street and 315. This report is sponsored by AAA Car Care Plus. Save $120 on select sets of four Cooper tires now through January 16th. Only at AAA Car Care Plus. Not a member? Not a problem. Everyone can save at a AAA Car Care Plus location. Details at AAA.com slash my car. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. It's Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rathers at Man and Bone 971. Text the burner phone 614-787-3093, which is where this comes from. Uh, Margo's Robbie's says, my vascular DICs. Tell them about it, Jojo. There we go. Would you rather get Leanna Ray back and a working frosty machine in your basement or get Leanna Ray back and a working McFlurry machine in your basement? Oh, uh, frosty machine. Me too. Yeah, McFlurry's, maybe it's just because I haven't had it enough, but if I want a blizzard, I get a blizzard. If I want ice cream from a fast food place, I mean, it's if you not want a frosty, you get a frosty too. By that logic, no. But, but what I'm saying is, the McFlurry is not a blizzard. It it doesn't it doesn't. There's something to it that's missing for me. It's not the same. I don't like it as much as I like no. a blizzard. If I could get the Cadbury egg goose bigot. Oh, that's right. You had that in England. I'll tell you, that was one of the best things I ever had. I don't know why they don't bring it here. I'm I'm walking around the streets of London, and I see all the McDonald's advertisements. For the Cadbury Egg McFlurry. And so I said to Christian, I said, well, I, I love Cadbury Eggs. I'm, I'm getting it. We're going to go all the way to London <laughs> and then go to McDonald's. <laughs> I didn't say we had to eat there. I didn't say I have to get a Big Mac. I'm going to go and I'm going to get myself McFlurry. So I did. Yeah. And I went in there thinking they would take a Cadbury Egg and they would just, you know, crush it in there. Take the whole egg, crush it of in. Of course. That's what make I would Make a delicious think. McFlurry. But no, I was wrong. They took Cadbury chocolate, which, by the way, if you've not had it, British Cadbury chocolate, better than American Cadbury chocolate. It's, I got, it's got more fat, tastes better. I didn't know that. Yes, because the Cadbury name here is licensed to Hershey's, mm. and they make it with essentially Hershey's chocolate and put the Cadbury name on it. Hershey's chocolate delicious. Yeah. I'm not knocking it, but Cadbury chocolate in England tastes different. More fat in it. Anyway, they took just chunks of chocolate. And then they had a spigot, almost looked like when you go into a, a public bathroom, like a soft serve uh, soap dispenser, soft okay. soap dispenser. Sure. And then they pumped it a few times and the goo, oh. the, the inside of the Cadbury egg, the goo came out of the spigot. The sugary goodness, whatever yes, that is. I don't know how they make it. It was an independent goo spigot. So you're getting a consistent level of goo and a consistent level of chocolate well, mixed throughout. Once I saw that, because they were making it right in front of me, I said, can I have another pump of goo? Oh, my gosh. And they said, absolutely, you can. Oh, my gosh. And it was heavenly. I bet it was. How could it be bad? Heavenly. How could it be bad? And they had it all year long. Oh, it's not just Easter time, oh. baby, because oh. they have Cadbury eggs all the time. Why don't we have that? I don't know why. Do we not have eggs all the time? I know we have Easter eggs during Easter if you celebrate. But if you don't, do you also not occasionally, if you can eat dairy, don't you eat an egg from time to time? It should not be That's an Easter product. It, it should be an all the time product. Right. If it was called a Cadbury potato and it had an inside that looked like a potato, but it was still that same filling. We have potatoes all year round. They're not specific to a holiday. Eggs are not specific to a holiday. We need Cadbury eggs all the time in America. Let's right, go. Anyway, long story long. If I could get one of those McFlurry machines with the goose bigot, I would take that. If not, Frosty. Mm, yeah, that's good. I'll oh, see. Now you got me thinking about all the different insides of candies that I would want to be able to pump into my face. All right, I got I got some more food news for you. Oh yeah, that's right. Go ahead. It's not technically food. It's gum. Does that count? 
Uh, you have to tell me what. I mean, I, we'll see. Fruit stripe gum. Yeah, that's that's fat boy gum. Fruit stripe that's gum. That's not like that's not that's not like Wrigley's no, experiment. No, no. no, it has been discontinued. I didn't. After know. more than fifty years, they're going to stop making it. It's Wait, done. F- hold on. It's done. Two things. One, fruit stripe was not previously discontinued. No, it was alive. I didn't know that. And you're I, part of the problem, I guess. You're not I didn't buying know fruit it was stripe there. gum. Two, it's been around for fifty years. They started in the sixties. Oh my! Well, it'd be sixty years then. I said more than fifty years. Oh, more than fifty. They haven't hit a sixtieth anniversary. I guess. I guess not. And I guess I never will. N- well, no, unless people make bad. a big fuss. No, and they bring it back. I mean, that's been known to happen. Yeah, are we taking that fight up? I don't no, feel like I it's have not. The it's not, not for me. Sorry, fruit stripes. Good. S- somebody is. Maybe radio and Grand Rapids. <laughs> they're very. They're very passionate. Yeah, but fruit stripe gum. If you like it, if you want it, you got to go to the store and buy whatever the hell they have because it's not being made anymore. So there's that. All right. Uh, also, if you like the foods like me and Bone, mm-hmm. there is an article. In Columbus Business First, you have to subscribe, but they give you like a couple free articles every single month. So maybe if you go there, you can read it on the rise and fall of Max and Irma's. Oh, that I my. think is a very good read. I, I need to know all everything about. So that. if you have warm and fuzzies for Max and Irma's like I do and you miss them and you wish they would come back and do it well like they used to. Well, this isn't going to help you with that, but it gives you the story. I think I've told this before, but one of my first experiences of ever being around alcohol, and I mean this as if you grew up like me, where I grew up super religious, no one that my family knew or hung out with ever had like a picnic or a cookout or anything that we went to, 4th of July, anything It wasn't like just that. like a cooler we didn't have, of Budweiser there was never, there. Yeah, there was never a thing where my dad said, go grab me a beer out of the cooler or anyone I knew. That was not a thing. I never smelled alcohol on someone's breath, all those things. So the first time I was ever around alcohol was when we won a gift certificate from somewhere. I think my dad won it on the radio to Max and Irma's. And we went to the one off of Bryce Road over there. It was kind of behind, like, a, I think they had, like, a Builder's Square or something on Bryce Road. And that's where this Max and Irma's was, tucked back in there. And we walked in, and my parents, not having been there before, we walked in, and there's a bar, just like an Applebee's or anywhere else has. You know, there's a bar, Chili's has bar, and then the restaurant. Well, we walk in, and my parents go, oh, I didn't know this was a restaurant with a bar in it. And we had to like quickly oh get shuffled God. over. Oh and I'm God. sitting there looking at it the whole time. Like I was looking at Al Qaeda. Like I'm just like, what's over there? What are they doing? Are we okay? Is something going to happen? Like I didn't know what to expect because I was told alcohol was poison. It was, you're going to be be afraid of alcohol at all times. And I do understand why people feel that way. But that was, I was probably like eight or nine years old. And I was like, I've people are drinking it in public. Is that allowed? Like I had no so how, idea. How old were you? I said like eight or nine. Eight or nine. Okay. I remember my first interaction with alcohol. You do? Yes. I was a fetus. <laughs> and that's why I have <laughs> the problems I have today. You're like, this is, this, I'm feeling real warm and fuzzy here yeah. in the old. Uh, what you doing? Smoking too? in the tube here. Yep. Smoking and drinking. <laughs> what they did back then. They didn't know. Yeah, they didn't know. They didn't. Well, they kind of knew. They knew. They, 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 they actually knew, knew a lot. Uh, what else are going to say to you? I don't know. Oh, Buckeyes lose to Wisconsin last night. Oh, yeah. We didn't leave the show with that? No, that I mean, look, um, shooting-wise, everything was a struggle, as it's been the last couple games. Roddy Gale with his third straight bad game. He has no confidence 
shooting the basketball right now. There was one situation in the second half, and I forget exactly how much time was on the clock, but it was a very close game at that point. Roddy Gill's wide open for a three. You take it, you shoot it, that's the end of it. Instead, he takes it, he dribbles it, he steps up. He's got no confidence, and then he bricks the shot. He's just not in a good place right now. You're not going to beat teams like Wisconsin without those shots going in. It's not going to happen. Right. I do think teams have also kind of figured out if we get down by six or eight points to this Buckeye team in the second half, no biggie. Yeah, we can come back like, and do it. There's not that fear that you have with other teams where you say, man, if we get if we get down to them, their defense is so solid and their offense is so tough and we're going to have a tough time clawing out of even a three or four possession game. That is not Ohio State. All these teams know if we're not shooting it well, that's okay. Just keep doing what we're doing. Don't don't get nervous. Don't tense up. Don't change anything. I mean, the coaches are going to change some stuff, right, as you go up and down the court. But they're not teams are not looking at Ohio State going, they're going to bury us here if we don't get a couple shots. And that doesn't give you that that nervous energy that you can feed off of as a defense to get them taking bad shots. They miss. You go up the court. You hit a big bucket. Now it's starting to snowball. There's none of that for this Buckeye basketball team. And that isn't just because of this year, but it is certainly a part of it. It's also going back the last few years where this team has blown big leads. Teams are know they're not afraid of them. These other coaches know they can make adjustments against Holt. Man, he's not going to adjust. So this is where you're at. We have live sports going on right now. I'll tell you why. Coming up next, Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You still want to watch out for that accident blocking the left lane on westbound 670 before 3rd Street. About a 10-minute slowdown and stop-and-go traffic from Leonard Avenue. And we have reports of an accident on the right side of northbound 71 after 270, that north outer belt area. Police and wrecker are on scene causing delay. This report is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same low-down payments. Go to directauto.com for a free quote. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I want you to go, if you haven't done so already, and subscribe to the podcast. Go to wherever you get your podcast, search Common Man and T-Bone, click, subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. Podcast brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. It's Would You Rather Thursday. Tweet us at Man and Bone 971. Text us 614-787-3093. If you're out and about today, uh, if you're scared, that big glowing orb that's in the sky is the sun. So don't be scared of that. Oh, I, I've missed it so. Well, it, enjoy it while it lasts. Because it's supposed to be ugly again uh. this weekend. And the next week, your pee-pee breaks off. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, that's nothing like a Manitoba winter. That's just. No. You imagine. That's the thing. Manitoba's, you know, negative 20, negative 30 up there. Get way up in Alberta. Get super cold. 
What do you think it is? In, like Winnipeg is just right across That's the border. Right. It's like North Dakota. It's right there. No, you're right. That's right. But like the further north you go up there, it can get. What do you think the temperature cold. is in Winnipeg right now? Well, don't we have a big cold snap? Getting ready I'm, just, to I'm asking through. you a question. Right, I'm going to say, what is the air temperature in Fahrenheit? I'm not talking about wind chill. Seventeen. Feel like seventeen. Two. Yeah, it's two. Okay, that's middle of the day. Yeah, it's two forty nine in the afternoon there. They're on Central Time. Yeah, so I'm saying that's about as warm as it's getting today. If those people came here and experienced a 25 degree day, like we do when we have a week or two where it's negative temperatures and then we get 20 degree, 30 degree days, we're like, oh my gosh, look at this. I don't even have to wear a coat. What do they do when it hits 35 degrees in northern Alberta? Do they just go 35 degrees naked? Of, right. They don't even wear clothing. They're just walking through the store like, oh, hey there. How you going? Nice to see you with your, with your giblets hanging out there. Oh, we got b- basketball going on today. Live basketball. The Cavs. And Nets, they are playing in Paris. Cavs are up by 20, 74 to 54, with about two minutes left to go in the third. There we go. Nice uh, nice big lead there. Hope they can hold that. Finish this one off. Get a big win in France. If you do want to flip it on, I encourage you to keep us on as well. Oh, just keep us I'm on in the background. Yeah, don't, don't leave us. There was a nice we little, there was a nice thing that happened uh, the other day in the NBA in the Western Conference. And again, it's already done. It, it, you can't go see it now because more games have happened. There was a thing that had occurred where the losses for the top, I think it was 10 or 11 teams in the West, they were all in order. So like the Timberwolves were 26 and 10. And then under them was the Thunder at 25 and 11. Then the Nuggets were 26 and 12. And then it went and on and on from like 10 down to almost like 19 or 20. I got to right tell you, Bone, that's, that's fascinating. To me, that's it's, it's one of the most amazing things hey, ever. Teddy. We didn't even talk about it. What do you think about that? I think that's outstanding. <laughs> yes. I'm glad that's, you both want to murder me for bringing that up. <laughs> no, I love it. Let's, let's talk about uh, something much more interesting. Thank you. Your Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh, sure. So they're back at home on Saturday, practicing today. Pascal Vincent was asked at practice, hey, is Elvis still on this team? Which you and I asked yesterday to Rimmer. Right. Because he's, you know, he's healthy. He's not pooping himself anymore. As far as we know, he's just not playing. And Pascal Vincent said, well, organizationally, um, given the state of the team, the influx of uh, carnivals and <laughs> puppet shows. Sure. We've decided to see what Tarasov can do. Which to me is code for, we hate Elvis. He is a diarrhea-filled head case. Mm. And we wish we didn't pay him money. Unfortunately, we did. Now what we're going to have to do is trade him away, but not get anything in return. As a matter of fact, we'll have to attach a good young player with him just so that we get any kind of salary relief from this terrible contract that still has three years left on it after this season. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, by the way, don't look now because while you do have to find, they have to find salary relief here. They have to get rid of him. And that probably, I mean, I'm the only way you get rid of him, I feel like this year, I'll be shocked if they get anything else, is if they pay the rest of his salary this year or most of it. And then whatever team they're dealing him to, they say, yeah, and we'll send something else with him. Like we're yes, the jackets, jackets are, are giving something, something else. else. With him. And that's then, what I said. And then they'll return back like a seventh round pick or something that doesn't matter, or sixth round, whatever the lowest round pick they can give you is. They won't won't matter. 
Um, don't look now, but can I read you a list of people who are restricted free agents this coming summer? Oh, please. For the Jackets, here we go. Uh, you have Jake Bean, restricted free agent. Ken Johnson, restricted free agent. Cole Sillinger, restricted free agent. Kirill Marchenko, restricted free agent. Texier, restricted free agent. Uh, let's see who else. Blankenberg, Chinikov is on this list. I'm um, just trying to go down the list. Spencer Martin is on this list. Jet Grieve. Actually, those guys are both unrestricted. But I'm saying those are a lot of dudes that you have to make decisions on this year. And while they're not unrestricted free agents, there are still guys who need to get paid. And those deals are not going to be cheap. You cannot have something where they're already ass up against the cap with a guy in your goaltending position who you're not even playing. That's an untenable situation on top of the fact that you also have too many defensemen. They've talked about needing to get rid of them so they can bring up younger guys. You have to make some moves. So I'm, I know Yarmo's trying to look for the perfect deal or he's just twiddling his thumbs till he gets fired inevitably at the end of this year, which he should have been before the season started. But either way, this is a joke right now that these moves are not being done. And if something doesn't happen between now and then, I'm just afraid the Jackets are going to look at some of these young guys that have promise and say, yeah, let's ship them off because we just have to pay all these other stiffs that we've already committed money to. And unlike Sergei Bobrovsky, that would would go in... He's a goaltender, right? All goaltenders, for the most part, will go into rough spells. And then the good ones claw their way out. Or they have a history of being great, and at one point they'll get, at some point, they'll get back to that greatness. Elvis Merzlikens, for those of you thinking, well, maybe a team out there will take a flyer on him because he's been good in the past. He had a six-month period where he was a very good goaltender, and he coupled that into a five-year contract. We're not talking about a guy that, oh, he's won Vesna trophies in the past. Right. No one is just taking on that salary saying, we're going to give him a go. Nobody. No, if he had like a year left. That's different. that salary. He doesn't. There would be a playoff team possibly saying, well, we can have him for depth. And then who knows if he gets hot at the right moment. He's got talent, but he's the only way that he gets out of here is if someone looks at him and says, I know what's wrong with him and can fix him. But then they're going to look at. He's owed fifteen million plus dollars. You had a hard enough time dealing Corpy. Yeah, he was he was owed nothing, and he was in the final year of his deal. I don't know what to do with this, honestly. Well, there's nothing you can do with it. It's a huge mess. There's you you look at it and say, "There's a miss," and it's a huge miss. But yeah, organizationally, we want to see what Tarasov has. That's where we are right now. You are a team that has to play a bunch of young guys who can't afford to pay any of the young guys right now, (laughs) like. Does that make any sense? You have so much money tied up in guys who either are injured or just not performing or both that. And then, and then guys like, you know, again, Merzlikens who are just, you don't even know bad. what to do with him at that point. He's just bad. bad. Uh, Michigan is doing something weird. Details next. Common man and T-bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's bar and pizza. Home of the grand view Browns backers. Traffic is moving a little slow, causing about a five-minute delay on northbound 71, north side area between 670 and 11th Avenue. And if you're on northbound 71, south side area between Greenlawn Avenue and 70, traffic is a little stop and go in that area. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. At Mattress Firm's once-a-year sale and clearance, you can save up to 60% on select mattresses, plus score a free adjustable base on qualifying purchases. Here's to better sleep in 2024. The right mattress matters, and Mattress firm will find yours. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile 
and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The kings of local social media. Twitters and twatters. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Thursday. It's Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your tweets at Man and Bone 971. Text us. 614-787-3093, which is where this comes from. Common Man and T-Bone. Would you rather only take cold showers for the rest of your life or drink only unflavored hot water? Mm. That's from Johnny Beans. Only cold showers or only unflavored hot water. Hot water, yes. <sighs> now, I mean, I don't mind a hot drink. I know you're not a fan of hot shots of liquid I, I in would, your mouth. I would take the cold shower. Man, the cold shower, though... I mean, there's only a period of time, and that's like maybe two weeks in the summer where I'm like, yeah, I could hop into a cold shower for a minute and not be instantly sick to my stomach. But again, this is not just, oh, I'm going to drink hot water when I drink water. This is all you can drink. I know. It's the only way I can... But you know what? Hot water can cool down. A a cold shower never gets warmer. No, I think you have to drink it when it's hot. You can't just pour it and then have it sit there. That's not what this said. I'm just telling you. It's constantly hot when you're drinking it. Fine, I'll do that. I'd rather I can't do a cold shower. Cold showers make me literally want to vomit. I know these people doing cold plunges. You're insane. I have. I've, well, don't you get used to it though? No, no. I have tried. I I've tried. Not. I have tried because these all these gurus for health are like you know you got this stuff in your veins and if you do cold it makes the, the I don't know. It's Can I like talk about gurus some stupid, for a second? Some stupid thing that makes people. all your muscles work better. So I tried to like do it for ten seconds, twenty seconds. It. I couldn't stand it. All these people that think they've figured out life. Here's how to eat. Here's what to do. Here's what supplements to take. Take magnesium. Look, there are people out there that think they've figured it all out. Aaron Rodgers is one of these people. Oh, he That's is. why I can't stand 100%. him. 100%. Because to me, it's it takes strength to say, you know what? I don't know. I'm doing the best I can. I don't have all the answers. Right. Because in reality, we don't. Smartest people on earth, scientists with advanced degrees, doctors. We're, we're doing the best we can with our limited knowledge. And yeah. sometimes you can do everything right and then get cancer and die or have a heart attack and die younger. Oh, but he, he did everything. He ate right. He did this. He exercised. Or Jimmy Page is 80. Right. Right. Keith Richards is still out there doing his thing. With a needle hanging out of his arm. I'm not saying that's the way we should live to reach that age. I am saying that we should all just do our best. Right. Does, to that point, do those guys, is Jimmy Page cold plunging? Maybe. I, I, I don't know. But, if, but, but, but that's not why he lived to the right old age of 80. by the heroin. Yeah. I, I mean... I'm not trying to knock cold plunging if you like it. If you enjoy it, you find it to be like a nice way yes, to wake of, you up. Of course. I'm not saying it does nothing for you. Yeah. I don't know. No, the, I do. The science, all the science people who look at it are like, yeah, it, it's got minimal benefit. I did benefit. that. I did the, uh, what do you go stand in the frozen thing? Yeah. What, do you, that, what do you call it? The, the hydro? Cryo? Cryo. That's right. Cryotherapy. I've done that a few times. 
How'd that work out for you? I, I did nothing for me. I didn't feel rejuvenated. It didn't help with muscles. Didn't help with back pain. Nothing. Now, I'm sure some people have done it and they've had results. Good for you. Yeah, right. But we, we don't know everything. Different for everybody. I'm telling you right now, I can't stand cold water. I would eat. I would drink hot liquid, even if it is hot. I can stand hot, hot a lot more than cold. All right. This just in, I'm the bone. Uh, Michigan is doing something weird. Their starting point guard, Doug McDaniel. Doug spelled D-U-G, which mm-hmm. I just, I like. Love it. Um, he has been suspended for six games. But it's not what you think. Because the Buckeyes play at Michigan noon on Monday. Mm-hmm. Monday is MLK Day. So no Rothman and Ice, and then we'll be on after the game. So the Buckeyes will go there. And you say, well, this Doug McDaniel must be suspended for that game. No, he's only suspended for road games. Six road games, he can still play at home. That <laughs> Here is what Dwight Howard said in a statement. Not Dwight Howard, John uh, Howard. Dwight Howard said in a statement, let me touch your genitals. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what allegedly. Jawan Howard said, we have very high standards within our program, culture and university. Serving as mentors, we need to set the standards and pathways for our young men to succeed. Doug will dress for home games. However, when we're away from Ann Arbor, he will work towards meeting several academic goals he has set and needs to meet. While I'm disappointed, this is not something we take lightly. This is an important step for Doug and his success as a student athlete. So clearly the grades are not where he needs to be or he's not going to class or something. So instead of you're suspended for six games, it's, well, you're suspended for all the road games at home you can play. That's that's fascinating because he has been a pretty good player for them. Born in 17 well, points, yeah, five just, assists a, a game. He's a starter. He's one but of their no, best players. But I'm saying not just a starter. He's one of their best players. Like this is This is a significant loss for them having him not available on road games. I don't really know what kind of punishment would warrant when we're at home. The the whatever punishment is needed it doesn't doesn't matter because he's at home. But when we're on the road, we can't have him out there. I don't. That makes no sense to me. Either he's punished for something he's not doing correctly, then he's punished for a certain number of games, and you move on. Uh, it's almost like John Howard is not the greatest coach of all time, uh, given that they are what six and nine this year. We always complain about how things are going here at Ohio State. That's that's not. Where well, Ohio I mean, State's been to that level, that's pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, well, last year it was at that level. What? Ohio State? Yeah. No, it was in January. I'm saying, like, but you haven't seen Ohio State start off a season six and nine. Not that that's a huge bar to get over, but at least you can say that. Then it got worse after after they got through the first couple months of the year. Then it got bad. Um, Have you been paying attention to this? Stephen A. Smith, Jason Whitlock oh, situation. I, I didn't know how much of this, because we can't play the audio. No, we, we can't, and, and I don't I don't necessarily want to dive too deep into it. Sure, but, sure. Uh, I got to tell you, we talk about Aaron Rodgers being just a, a polarizing individual, <laughs> and you either yeah. love Aaron Rodgers or you hate Aaron Rodgers. And people can think that way about McAfee, too. Although I think, you know, McAfee's sort of guilty by association. But it seems like everyone in the world, (laughs) the world of sports media, at least, hates Jason Whitlock. Yeah. They hate this guy. So if if you didn't hear what happened, Stephen A. Smith has his own podcast. Uh, It is called The Stephen A. Smith Show. And he 
started off this show by saying, I am about to do something that I have warned my family about. I have warned my ESPN bosses about. I called my pastor and told him the person you're about to hear today is not the person that I want to be. I acknowledge that it's not the best thing I'm about to do here, but I've got to do it. And he then proceeded to go on a 40-minute rant about Jason Whitlock where, I mean, I can't even say what he called him, but... the We well, called him a fat bastard. He The overriding, multiple times he called him a fat piece of bleep. Yes. Like, like it, he said it as if he was saying, welcome to SportsCenter, I'm Stephen A. Smith. Or like, welcome back to First Take or whatever show. Like, he just, it was as comfortable as anything else he'd ever said. So that tells me that's how he's talked about Jason Whitlock for many years, probably behind his back and behind the scenes, or maybe to his face. I, I know he says in this, he talked to Jason Whitlock multiple times and told him he was a liar, he was a terrible person, all these things. Yeah, man, this is, I've never seen someone. I want to know more of the details, though. I've never seen someone as high up as Stephen A. say something this real for that, it wasn't like he was caught off camera. No one knew the mics were on, and then it was like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't mean that." He, he, he purposely to do this. went out and said, "For forty minutes, I'm going to eviscerate one guy." Well, and maybe you're saying, "What spurred this on now?" What spurred it on now is that Stephen A. has a book coming out, and Jason Whitlock said he reviewed air quotes said book and doubted whether Stephen A. actually wrote it. Oh, which man. pissed off Stephen A. to no end, saying, "I swear in my life that I wrote this book." And by the way. You are a fat piece of S. <laughs> he, okay, again, not to dive too deep into this, but just to give you a level of context to what he said, he also said Jason Whitlock, who if you're not familiar with him, is a black man. He said Jason Whitlock is worse than a white supremacist. Yes. That was a thing he said. In the, I mean, I'm telling you, if you've not heard this, you may not agree with anything Stephen A. Smith says about Jason Whitlock. I'm not even saying. No, it was, it was scorched earth. If you've not seen it, people talk about Cat Williams and this thing that he did where he went in on all the different comedians for like two hours with uh, Shannon Sharp. This was Stephen A. doing that by himself for 40 minutes with one dude. And maybe that was the inspiration. Maybe he saw Cat Williams and said, all right, if that's what we're doing in 2024. I'll tell you what, I got something. Shannon Sharp, by association, is the most newsworthy guy in the world right now. Yeah, right. He's just, he's adjacent to all of this craziness. Yeah, well, that I mean, that Cat Williams interview was ridiculous, and then he's he gets to just ride the you know the wave of that. Cat put all the stuff out there, and Shannon Sharp's just like, oh man, I want to hear more details of this though, because then like Stan Verrett and Jamil Hill and I forget who else was it, Mike Hill. They also came out and they said, hey, what what Stephen A. said, cosign. Yeah, hate oh, that dude, guy. He is. I wouldn't spit on him if he were on fire. Like. <laughs> Uh, and Levitard talked about it too. And Levitard's in a in a different position because he was, according to him, really good friends with Jason Whitlock. Yeah, there were some very interesting things that came out of this in that regard. Because again, I mean, not to look. The reality is Dan Levitard and Jason Whitlock's politics, I'm guessing, don't line up at all. But he said they were good friends. So kudos to both those guys for putting their politics aside and finding a friendship in that. Also in this interview. Guys, I would not assume necessarily think quite the same. Uh, Stephen A. Smith said that he has Mark Levin and Sean Hannity on speed dial. Dude, I would love, I would love <laughs> yeah, to hear I a know. Zoom call with those three guys. Mr. Producer Man, <laughs> Stephen A. Smith is calling me right now.
We're going to take a break so I can talk to him about how it's going with the NBA Chicago Bulls. Like, just do First they talk all, basketball? You're being restrained, Mark Levin. No, I know. Mark Levin usually is screaming, He's and I screaming. Don't... Hannity's the quietest one of the bunch. <laughs> Hannity's like, can I get a word in? <laughs> right. I'm telling you, I would pay money to watch like an hour conversation between those three guys just no, to I, see I, what I they just had to say. Because Whitlock came back to ESPN. I think it was in 2013 to run this. Uh, Part of the website. It was the undefeated. Undefeated, that's yeah. right. And apparently things went so badly. It was so... Everybody talks about how it was a disaster, and it was so bad, and Whitlock was terrible, but I want to know exactly why it was so bad. Why was it so terrible? Well, how did he screw all these people over? Stephen A. said at one point, you're such a bad manager that it took you two years to get one article out on your website that you were hired to do. He also said, I have a contract that I negotiated with ESPN that I signed in 2015. I don't know... If anyone of anyone in the company who has this in their contracts, in my contract, I have a copy of it where I specifically stipulate I will never work with Jason Whitlock. It's in writing. I actually have someone like that in my contract. <laughs> it must not be me. No, it's not you, Here buddy. I am. It's not you. I love you, Timmy. It's not you. It's not Teddy. It's not Bone. It is someone. Mm, that's you good. Guess who you want to guess. Anywho. This is all very fascinating. I, I don't have a dog in the fight. I hope to watch more of it. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I want. I want a full tell all of what went on. I need oh, to I know. I think it's going to stop now. I'm sure Whitlock is oh, going to say something. Please. Uh, some injury news for the Browns. Some unfortunate injury news for the Browns coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. You should know the eastbound at 270 uh, North Outer Belt area off ramp to northbound 71 is closed due to an accident. And you'll find a five minute delay on eastbound 70 east side area between James Road and 270. This report is sponsored by Unbound.org. Right now, there are young people across the world facing a tough choice. Continue their dream of education or drop out to help their family put food on the table. You can help change their future in a single moment. See how far your support can go at Unbound.org. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Jen. Some fans drink the Kool-Aid. These guys drink the bleach. This is Man and Bone. Happy Thursday. So glad you've tuned in. Three hours a day, every single day. Tell your friends. Tell Jason Whitlock. Oh, yeah. Let him know. I, Dude, I've never seen somebody like Stephen A. go that hard on one dude for like 40 minutes where he just eviscerated him. Eviscerated him. And apparently this is all because Jason Whitlock ripped his book that... Stephen well, I a guess wrote. it's for many things. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, this is what the prompted, latest thing. What prompted the response was Stephen A put a book out and Jason Whitlock said, the book sucks. And he says, you know what, buddy? You suck. Timmy, did you work with Whitlock in Kansas City? And I was going to say that Fish might be a guy that knows him. No, Fish does know him. Fish, okay, so he does. They, they crossed paths in Kansas I, City, but I didn't know if you did too. I missed him because I also missed Fish, but I've heard stories. I don't know if Fish could back this up or if I'm not connecting some of the dots, but it was about the way that he left Kansas City because... Oh. 
or left the radio station because Whitlock was from that old newspaper sports columnist money, right? And he had made a big name for himself being that sidebar story guy, Chiefs games, Royals, whatever, Monday morning column, that thing. Everybody had to read what Whitlock had to say. And then he you know, turned that into a sports radio career there, and I'm sure that was pretty lucrative for him. I think he might have quit that in the middle of a show, or that's how at least the story is in my head. And wow. so I, I don't know, but there's been a lot of guys that came through there and I, I heard a lot of things about Jason Whitlock, but it's been wild to see where it's gone. And yeah, this stuff with Stephen a wow. No fish Hot. are fish is our program director. Uh, and he was in here during the break. I don't know if I'm supposed to share it, but I will anyway. Uh, he said when he was at the station in Kansas city where Whitlock was that he is smart as hell. Very good at his job. Laziest guy you ever met. Yeah. I mean, that's... Well, because he was a big... Na- he was the big columnist guy when he came in to do it. Yeah. Right? Like, some sometimes those guys have egos that are already well, there. and now if you listen to what these other guys are saying who work with him when he was trying to get undisputed off the ground over at ESPN, it took him two years to publish one story. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's not going to get it done. That's not going to work. Now, what's his platform now, Bone? Uh, is just his own YouTube deal. He is working with Glenn Beck. Is that at, where he at is? At the Blaze. That's right. He was on Outkick, I think. With no, uh, he's Clay done. Travis. He's done with that now. Oh, okay. He's, he's working. Been with, moving around a lot of different platforms. Glenn. Yeah. Okay. Well, let and, him and live. Stephen A. Look, Stephen A. I, again, I'd love to see this. He went out of his way to say this is not about our differences in politics. Right. I have Mark Levin and Sean Hannity on my speed dial. Yes. That's what I'm interested in. Yeah, because I don't even care about Whitlock anymore. I want to hear about Stephen A. having a conversation with Sean Hannity and Mark Levin. (laughs) I want to hear it. That's a trio. Yeah, that is a trio. Yeah, man, this is uh, I was trying to see here if there's anything about him getting fired or what happened in Kansas City. It does say here, and I didn't know this from Jason Whitlock's background. uh, It says he was radio personality for WHB and KCSP sports stations in Kansas City for a while. But it also says he... Uh, he was a Division One college. He played Division One college football at Ball State as an offensive lineman. Yeah, David not, Letterman, you did not know that. And then here's the one that I found interesting: in 1998, while a, he was a uh, columnist for the Kansas City Star, he was suspended for heckling fans at a Chiefs game. So he got suspended from the newspaper for heckling people. So interesting, dude. He's been a controversial figure for dude. a long time. I guess it's is the best way to put that. Very interesting. Anyway, sure. Some uh, weird, bad injury news for the Browns. Denzel Ward is now questionable for this weekend because he hurt his knee at practice today. That's not good. That's not the news you want getting ready for this game where you got to go up against C.J. Stroud. I mean, that's he has obviously had a great year. I think this Browns defense is really good. We'll see if they can get after him, but not having one of your best... uh, you know, secondary pieces is going to be a big loss if he's not able to go. Well, here's we some good news we don't know you. if he is yet. The good news is Amari Cooper, who missed uh, week 17, week 16 too, right? Yeah. Oh, how many weeks are in the season? Is it 18 now? Uh, I mean, there's 18 total weeks. There's 17 yeah, total anyway. games. All right. Missed the last two weeks with a heel injury. How about that? Yeah. Uh, he is back at practice. He says he's good to go this week against the Texans. He is still, you know, dealing with an injury. It's not like he's 100% but says there's no problem for him going this weekend. So there All you right. go. That's good news. Uh, the first time he played the Texans this year, it went well for him. Yeah, that was probably one of the best games he's ever had. Uh, I did see something that uh, 
not to change the subject, but I did see a little something from the college football coaching world yeah. as the world turns there with Alabama football, who's going to be their next head coach. Yeah. So they didn't get Dan Lanning. He tweeted out that he's staying at Oregon. In fact, he said, if you're worried about your coach leaving, come play for me. Come play for us. So he's out of that mix with Alabama. Mike Norvell is the head coach at Florida State, who a lot of people have said all the eyes of Alabama have now turned to to become the next head football coach there. Now, you can read as little or as much into this as you want to, but from his official Twitter account, at Coach underscore Norvell, 34 minutes ago, he tweeted out the following. Great great day to be a Florida State Seminole. Hashtag big man coming to the Knoll family and a hashtag tribe 24 future is bright in Tallahassee. Hashtag keep climbing. These are, and then he has a gif GIF? of the, uh, whatever the the mascot is that rides the horse and puts the flaming arrow at midfield. Uh, He has a gif of that. Now people are saying, oh, there you go. Sure is sign yet. He's not taking the Alabama job. We don't even know if he's been offered it, but, uh, A reporter there who covers this team says this is his standard commitment announcement that he always puts out whenever they get a commitment. And apparently they just did because one transfer announced his decision. That context can mean as little or as much as you wanted to as you were. So he's saying there's not much to see here with this. No, this is what he tweets out. It's probably already in there. Yeah, he says to the social media guy, when we get a commitment, go ahead and post this on my behalf. Yeah, from my account. Yeah, that's. I'm just saying this is where we are with Alabama. It's been not even uh, barely 24 hours since this news broke. I mean, it was four o'clock meeting in Tuscaloosa when they had this. And by the way, if you believe Nick Saban, he says that he was still up in the air as to what he was going to say to the team. The meeting was at four o'clock. Saban says he was up in the air about what he was going to say to the team if he was going to retire or not at 355. Yeah, this is... uh so Reese Davis has a sit down with Nick Saban, which is going to be on Sports Center tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern. And apparently in this, there is a clip that's already been released where Reese Davis asked him, was he still going back and forth? And here's exactly what Saban said, quote, I was. It was a hard decision. I love coaching. I love the relationship with the players. He then said he was deciding as late as 355, which it's speech crazy. he was going to give crazy at the team me. meeting at 4 p.m. So I'm saying we're not even 24 hours basically removed from when this all went down. And we've already had one guy already seemingly withdraw his name in Dan Lanning and Mike Norvell, who's the next one that people think seems like he's making signals that if you want him, you're going to have to pay a lot to get him away from Florida State. We're going to talk about frozen genitals coming up next. There we go. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. If you're driving on eastbound 70, the east side area between James Road and 270, expect a five-minute delay there. And watch out for an accident blocking the right lane on northbound 71 after 270 north outer belt. Police and wrecker are on scene. This report is sponsored by the Ohio RV and Boat Show. It's back January 5th through 14th at the Ohio Expo Center. The Ohio RV and Boat Show brought to you in part by Park National Bank. The best selection of RVs, boats, motorcycles, ATVs, golf cars and more get details and discount coupons at ohio rv and boat show.com i'm nicole for 97.1 the fan traction for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call 
clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. Back to Man and Bone. I, I cannot stop laughing about Stephen A. Smith being friends with Mark Levin <laughs> and Sean Hannity. If you're not aware of who these guys are, because look, not everybody listens to politics stuff, and God bless you for it. Thank goodness. Mark Levin is a longtime talk radio guy, very conservative guy. Sean Hannity, longtime television guy and radio guy. I mean, they're both very on, conservative. They're guy. both on Fox News, if that tells you anything. Yes. So, and, and let you live, right? We're not here to talk about that. But and that's, Stephen A. says he's friends with both of them. God bless. He brought this up, and the reason it came up was because he's ripping Jason Whitlock, who has also conservative become guy. a conservative talk guy. And Stephen A.'s like, I want to be clear. It's nothing about his politics. Look at these other guys I'm friends with. Now, on to why I hate Jason Whitlock, this fat POS. Now, <laughs> do, do you remember when the commanders were first forced to change their name from the Redskins that we had Mark Levin on this station doing hot sports takes? Do you, you remember? Know, I, I had forgotten that we well, had done that. We did. So if you're saying, what does this Mark Levin guy sound like? This is what he sounds like. It's time for a hot sports take with Mark Levin. Welcome to the show. I weep for America today. The Redskins have been forced to change their name by the U.S. government. Mr. Producer Man, let me ask you a simple question. Does anyone care about freedom anymore? Of course not! Because as a society, we've become a nation of whiners and failures! What's next? The Bald Eagles forced to get Propecia! Fighter jets armed with nuclear Nerf balls! The Star Spangled Banner song only in Spanish! It's a dark day for America, but but it's a good day for Harry Reid. Let me tell you a story about Harry Reid. One time, he bought me a salad at lunch. And you know what kind of salad it was, ladies and gentlemen? It was a Caesar salad! Clearly, Harry Reid was trying to send a message! And the message is that he is Caesar and we are the Romans! Well, I'm not going to be fed of the lions in the Colosseum! I've just been informed that the Romans were indeed not fed to the lions unless they committed some kind of crime. Like rooting for the Redskins, I bet! What's next? Will the Olive Garden ban Redskin potatoes? What about Caesar salads? I demand answers! This has been a hot sports take with Mark Levin. Very restrained guy. That was one of his uh, more calm days, I think, on the air. Yeah. Yeah, I do not know how radio guys who scream for a living do that as I sit next to one. I don't scream for a living. Shut your mouth. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about frozen genitals, shall we? Yeah, let's do. The Dolphins and Chiefs are going to play this weekend at Arrowhead. It is projected to be zero degrees. Oh, maybe you're asking yourself, what are the coldest games in NFL playoff history? I was asking myself just that very question. I have them. Uh, tied for number six is the 2013 NFC wildcard 49ers at the Packers. It was three degrees at kickoff. Okay. Okay. That was uh, Colin Kaepernick and the 49ers beginning their playoff quest to get back to the Super Bowl. 
Uh, also, t- 2003 AFC Divisional Game, Titans at the Patriots. It was also three degrees. Ooh. Oh. Uh, Adam Vinatieri kicked a field goal to put the Patriots up 17 to 14 with 4:11 remaining. Titans drove down the field of the Patriots 42 yard line on the ensuing drive, but Steve McNair's hail mary pass down the field on fourth down was bobbled before falling incomplete. Mm. Steve McNair, R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, number five, 1993 AFC Divisional Game: Raiders at the Bills. It was zero. Hmm. No, 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 no. I don't I don't have any desire to be a part of any of the crowds at these games. We're talking about the players a lot of times in these games, how cold they must have been. Think about the fans who are just standing there for five hours, just freezing their ass off. Uh, 2007 NFC Championship game, Giants at the Packers. It was negative four. Mm-hmm. Um, if you remember this game, this was the game where Tom Coughlin's face... Look, he always had a very red, (laughs) drunk nose. But this particular game, people were worried that his face was actually going to crack off. (laughs) Yeah. Like with frostbite, I assume that can happen where you just, can your face just fall off if you get it bad enough? I'm guessing it could. Uh, Number three, 2015 wildcard Seahawks at the Vikings. Maybe you're saying, I remember this. Maybe you're saying Vikings playing a dome. That's impossible. No. This was when they were building their new stadium. They were playing at the Gophers Stadium, mm-hmm. which was outdoor. It was negative six yes, when the game started. If you don't remember this, uh, legendary Vikings uh, quarterback Bud Grant went out on the field wearing, he was 88 years old, went out on the field in short sleeves. And it was like and died. Broke. <laughs> no. He broke the internet. Everyone was like, look at this tough old man going out there. Negative six. He walked right out there for the, I think he, they named him like honorary captain or something like that. It was, it was great. Seahawks won the game too. On yeah. the road, in that situation, won the game. Yeah. Let's just jump in real quick. Yeah. What did you say about Bud Grant? I said quarterback. I meant coach. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Legendary coach for the Vikings. I don't know why I said quarterback. That's dumb. I just wanted to make thank sure you, we Ted. Thanks, Thank Ted. you, Ted. Because we'll Ted. have a lot of people. All right. Be upset. You're right. I, by the way, I'm seeing a picture of Tom Coughlin's face, and I had forgotten about it. Oh, his face got so shiny it looked like it had actually frozen. It was going to crack in that Giants game you were talking about. Yeah, that's oof. Number two, 1981 AFC Championship game, Chargers at the Bengals it was negative nine at Riverfront. Oh wow, minus nine. That is the Freezer Bowl. Dan Fouts, Chargers. And Chargers sucked in that game. Bengals won by 20. There you go. That's the way, well, I'm, I'm again, I'm no Bengals fan, but that's the way it should be. If Chargers come in, well, you warm weather team. Yeah, you should yeah. absolutely dominate them in the cold weather. And I believe they were coming off, that was the year that they beat Miami the previous week, and they had that, like, longest playoff game ever. And so they were coming off of that, you know, in Miami to Cincinnati. And number one, 1967, the Ice Bowl at Lambeau Field. Cowboys, Packers. At kickoff, it was negative 13. Mm-hmm. Again, this is air temperature. This is not wind chill. With the wind chill, it was negative 300. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that is... Oh, man. I can't imagine how cold that would be with the wind and everything else. Packers won 21 to 17. So this game on Saturday... Is Saturday or Sunday? They play in this game. Saturday night, right? 
Uh, yeah, that's the, the that's Chiefs the game Saturday Chiefs game night. Saturday yeah, Bills night. play Sunday. No, Bills won't be this, this cold. We're going to have some weather in Buffalo. It's going to be like 25, though, and snowing and very windy. So the wind chill will probably be zero. But the Chiefs game is going to start at zero. The Chiefs game is going to start at zero and perhaps go into negative temperatures. There we go. Now the question will be, what will Taylor Swift be wearing at that game? I'm sure everybody's wondering. Thanks for show up. Yeah, I think she'll show up. It's a playoff Bridget, game for her, for her guy. Yeah, but she's going to be sitting in the box. She's not going to be down on the field. Now, if Taylor Swift comes out wearing like an Eras Tour bodysuit and starts like just singing her hits at halftime, now that might get the team fired up, right? She's out there in like a very sheer bodysuit type of thing. That's going to be that's not very thick. Then that would show she's got some camaraderie with the with the guys. You know? Okay. Yeah. You're Great. right. Thank you. Uh, it's Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. You can text us 614 787 3093. Give me something. Uh, cousin Eddie says, My husky guys. <laughs> Excuse me. Would you? <laughs> that one got me this time. Would you rather host a three hour show with Aaron Rodgers? No. Or a three hour show with Jim Harbaugh? Harbaugh. Yeah. I'd, I'd talk to Harbaugh all day. I would bait him. You know, Rodgers would just be like, Oh, is that really what you think? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Harbaugh, you could be like, oh, yeah. So anyway, Jim, let's talk about uh, Kohl's. I got to tell you, I love Kohl's. And uh, I get those coupons in the mail, and you can't you can't beat it. You get Kohl's cash and get the Van Heusen slacks. I would also do things like, I got to tell you, I've uh, watched a lot of TV. One of the worst shows I've ever seen is Judge Judy. What's one of your least favorite TV shows, Coach? And he would be like, oh, Judge Judy. I, and he would just fight to the death. He'd want to talk about that. He loves Judge Judy. I forgot he loves Judge Judy. He's a huge fan. All right. Degenerate T-Bone. T-Bone's going to help you lose some money. Coming up next. <laughs> That's right. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Traffic is stop and go, causing a 10-minute delay on eastbound 270, the north outer belt area, between 315 and 71. And downtown on eastbound 70 is moving slowly between 71 West Split and Livingston Avenue. This report is sponsored by AAA Car Care Plus. Save $120 on select sets of four Cooper tires now through January 16th, only at AAA Car Care Plus. Not a member, not a problem. Everyone can save at AAA Car Care Plus locations. Details at AAA.com slash mycar. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. You know, T-Bone's about to talk to you about uh, gambling. Mm-hmm. And the right. place we like to do all our gambling is Hollywood Casino Columbus and their 12,000 square foot sports book. Two huge walls of TVs. Scotty Vegas is there eating a carrot. Jen yes. Winters is there. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. You're right. Eating a quesadilla mm-hmm. and not giving me a bite of it. That's right. But that's where all the action is. So this weekend we were saying, where's the action? It's at Hollywood Casino Club. One place. Yeah. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Degenerate T-Bone. Let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones. Degenerate T-Bone. Degenerate T-Bone. T-Bone's picks for the weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Choose between virtual or in-person appointments at 200-plus care sites. Providing the finest care anywhere. OhioHealth.com slash finest care. All right, man. Let's look at some numbers. Let's start with the NCAA football season. Who is going to win your championship next year? College football winners are out, and I'm a little interested in this number. Georgia is your favorite at plus 375. The Ohio State University is next at plus 750. And then it's two teams that we don't know. Well, one of them we don't know who's coaching them. One of them we think we won't know yet. Alabama at plus 800 is next. Then Michigan at plus 900. I'd, I wouldn't touch either of those at those odds, would you? No. No way. Texas is plus 900 as well. And, of course, there, I guess you could argue you don't know if Steve Sarkeesian is going to be the coach because maybe Alabama gets down the list and calls him. I don't know. Ole Miss plus 1,100. There's another one. Maybe Lane Kiffin's on that mix to replace Nick Saban. Oregon plus 1,200 and LSU plus 1,500. If you believe that Mike Norvell is really good and I'll have Florida State back next year and he's not going to take any other jobs, they're at 20-1 to odds. So that's one I would check out uh, if I were going to be putting a long shot out there. Now, we can move on to NFL action. The, Of course, my Cleveland Browns taking on the Texans. Three numbers I want you to look at here. One, this is, of course, an indoor game. It's at Houston. Uh, Over-under passing totals, passing yardage and completion totals. For Flacco, passing yards over-under 269.5. Over. Yeah, right. I think so. C.J. Stroud, over-under 243.5 passing over. yardage. Yeah, I think this is going to be a shootout. So does Vegas, though. The completion numbers as well. Over-under for both these guys is over 20. Not attempts. Completions. Over-under 23.5 for Flacco. Over-under for Stroud is 21.5. So, couple all that. If you're saying, I don't like to bet the stats on that, then look at the over-under on the points. 44.5. I think you got to look at the over there. I tend to think this will be a shootout. I do think you are going to see two teams that will put up points. Clearly, the Browns did that the last time they were in Houston. They probably would love to do that again. But that's one I'm keeping my eye on as far as what to bet in that game. And also, of course, my stomach will be turning betting any of this because I feel like anything I bet there is going to instantly jinx my team. So I'll be a little worried about it. Now, moving on to other NFL action. You've got Dolphins at the Chiefs. We talked about that game. That is Saturday night at 8 p.m. And that is going to be the frigid, frosted, cold one. Uh, The Chiefs are four-and-a-half-point favorites. I do think the weather factors in there. I also think the Chiefs factor in there. They're just better than the Dolphins, and I think they will show that in this game, so I'm laying the four-and-a-half points. Uh, January, why am I saying January? Sunday at 1 p.m., Steelers are at the Bills, and we talked about how that will be a weather game. This is only for me, Mike, because you know I hate the Steelers. Everybody else may not feel this way. Buffalo Bills have been wildly good the last few weeks. They've brought themselves back into being one of the best teams in the AFC, or at least it starts to feel like that. Steelers are 10-point dogs in this game. I'm taking the 10 points. I feel like the Steelers, whether there will be a combo of me, stupid that will make this end up being like let a somewhat close game. We're going to talk about magic now, okay? Yeah. My brother-in-law, his name is Jonathan. Okay. Stupid name. Yeah, it is. Jonathan. Good guy. Yeah. My guy. Okay. For Christmas, I bought him an authentic Steelers football helmet. Oh, wow. He is a huge Steelers fan. Yeah. All right. Authent- like, wear it on the field. He yeah, can go outside and thing. bash heads with it right now yeah, if he wanted yeah, to. Yeah. All right. Ever since I have given him this helmet, he has worn it to watch every Steeler game. Oh, wow. And they have won every Steeler game so you, with this magic helmet. So he's going to put it on. And I gonna... have given him 
the magic. All right. I'm not betting against Jonathan's magic helmet. Good band name. Plus, and after the game, Mason Rudolph's going to win and put on his white hood. That's That could be a thing, too. You never know. He's got a white hoodie, you're saying? Is that what it is? Well, it's going to be it. snow in there. Uh, so course. anything's going to sure. be white. Absolutely right. Which is his paradise. Packers at the Cowboys. Cowboys seven-point favorites, and I'm going to lay the seven points there. I think the Cowboys are here to, to prove something, at least in that opening round of the playoffs. I don't think they're going to mess around in this game. Meanwhile, the Rams taking on the Lions. That one is, of course, in Detroit. That is Matt Stafford returning to Detroit to face his former team. And I think the Lions will win this game. I'm just saying straight up. I'm just going to say the Lions. Minus, uh, they're, they're minus 165 to win is what the Lions are right now. You know the points, the line, No, the line, I can get it for you. It is uh, Lions are three-point favorites take is it. what I'm saying. Just lay the points, huh? Yeah, take it. Okay, got it. And then finally, Eagles against Tampa. I am going to actually take Tampa's. I'm going to take the points, the plus three on that. I think the Eagles are a little bit uh, weird right now, they're and I will, take Tampa, I will take Tampa to just get the three points. They're not, not saying they'll win. They're but not weird. They're bad. I take Baker and, and Tampa to win straight up. Okay. Straight up. AJ like Brown's it. not practicing today? Yeah, that's Straight weird. up. But if you just don't feel comfortable with that, the three points is there for you. It's a little safer. The other one, I'll give you a tip tomorrow. If you yeah. just If you just got to bet tomorrow, there is a soccer game in England among hey. two of the worst teams in the league. Burnley is hosting Luton Town. This is the 18th and 19th worst teams in the Premier League. There are only 19 teams. They are awful, these teams. Uh, there is an option to pick win, lose, or draw for each of these teams. The draw is plus 250. I, both these teams are fighting for relegation. I would say it is very imminently possible that they get a 0-0-1-1-2-2 something type of game because I think it'll be back and forth. I actually think there'll be a couple goals in this one for each side. I would go 2-2 with the actual score prediction, but... Plus 250, I just take the draw. I think that's a nice little interesting wager for your Friday. Queen, how are you? I heard you talking about British football. Well, who's your team that you support? Oh, I don't want to talk about that. Oh, okay, good. I want to talk about how I miss Max and Hermes. Oh, do you? Oh, the tortilla soup, me and the Duke would have it and then roll around in the royal sack. <laughs> Did you? Oh, we'd make our own warm chocolate chip cookies between the sheets, if you know what I mean. I don't actually know you how one know does it. that. It gets so hot in between the sheets, we would bake our own cookies. I don't have any knowledge of how that would work, but we I'll take the word for it. also would put our ice cream in a bathtub and just take a <laughs> filthy bath together. Yeah, I miss that about Max and Irma's. Being able to put food stuff into bathing ornaments, that's a good thing. The Did good you- news is you can go to Lancaster. They still have one. Is it is it like off-brand? Is it still... No, it's real Max and Irma's. This is a... There's a statue of Bobby Carpenter outside. Does it have a royal seal of approval? Oh, it has my royal seal of approval. That's good. Absolutely. What's on your royal seal of approval? Is oh. it just a bunch of people getting it on? Vigo Mortensen's genitals. I thought so. I wasn't sure. Vigo and I did it on the channel one time. I, on the channel or in the channel? On, in, on. How'd you get on it? we wrote on How'd top you... of it. Oh, under the it water. It doesn't always go under the water. We rode on top of it <laughs> under the water, of the water. On the channel. That's yes, good. Yes, we did it. And then we hit the tube. Oh, good. I don't know where how to take that. That's all right. That's good. I hope you enjoy your tea. Time to go. Thank you. Bye-bye. Great. All right. She'll be back next hour with thoughts on Jason Whitlock. No? Okay. Nope, nope, she's gone. Oh, she's gone. Piece of crap. 
She's gone. I thought she left. I thought she left. Okay. She's back. Good. Glad we did that. Nicole is questioning everything she's ever done. As she should. To bring her to this point. That's right. A new sports docuseries may be coming for you. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You know, on the contrary, I love the Queen. Long live, or, you know, she's not alive anymore. Anyways, we've got a five-minute delay on a southbound 71 due to an accident blocking the left lane. That's on the north side before Morse Road. And some slow-moving traffic on southbound 270, east outer belt between Main Street and I-70. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Strong enough for a Mastiff, but gentle enough for a Chihuahua. Invisible Fence brand is more than a fence. Customized for every pet, every need, and every yard. Their hands-on training and exclusive technology ensures your pet is protected while giving them more room to run. Learn more at InvisibleFence.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And from every dime a dog night in the Midwest, because he's here's Man and Bone. Happy Thursday. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Tweet us at Man and Bone 971. Text us 614 787 3093. Sext us. Also at that same can number. You, can you do that? Yep. What's in the what's in the sext? What do you what do you get? Whatever you want. Oh. Dong. No, <laughs> no rules? Actually, we did get a suggestion. Because we talked about yesterday. Could could we each eat? $25 worth of Taco Bell. Yeah, they have a meal that is $25 where you get like is it 12? I think you get 12 things. Tacos, burritos, there's they have a they have a small menu that it's limited to that you can pick 12 of those items and then I think you get four sides as well. And you have to finish and it's $25. And you right. and the question was could we finish all of those? I thought that I could do it. What did you say? I, I said I could. I right. I said if you give me like at least 45 minutes to an hour, I think I could probably do it. Well, the suggestion was you and I do an uncensored podcast while eating $25 worth of Taco Bell. And I think it's a good idea. I would, now each of us, you're saying. Each so, of us, not, yeah. of course, two of us well, yeah, <laughs> together can eat $25. Not even a challenge, yeah. I know I could do it. Teddy, um, how much could you eat? Like $6 worth of Taco Bell? I might be able to do a double lash. Maybe I'll wrap it and <laughs> save it for later. <laughs> That's right. A couple meals out of that. Mm-hmm. Put now, it in the microwave. But see, we, right. actually, we actually talked about this, and here's the logistical problem I have. We have to make sure that we're getting the food somewhat close to when we're recording the podcast. because well, we'll get it and then just come back and eat it. How long is that going to take? Well, I know, but you know how it goes around here. It's like, we've got to get the studio. Someone's in the studio, got their computer all set up. And all right, well, like, first of all, kick Ted them gets out. everything set up. Yeah. He's producing in there, and then you know one of us or both of us will go and get what we need. Yeah. And then come back. We'll also get some stuff where it's okay if it sits a while. So if we get soft tacos, we don't get them with lettuce. Now, see, so the lettuce doesn't wilt. That's what I said is if you take the lettuce out of there, 
I mean, I have no problem with this. The lettuce adds to the, it's not a lot of calories or anything, obviously, but it's a lot of, it's it no fills calories. you. No, it fills you up though. Like it, it sits, that's why you, they recommend you eat salads when you're trying to lose weight because it fills up your stomach, makes you feel fuller. If we get rid of all the lettuce on these tacos, I mean, I I could inhale 12 tacos in less than 10 minutes. I would have no problem. Well, you probably also have to go soft because hard would get mushy. I'm not, I'm not eating the... Yeah, I do all soft tacos, go meat all and soft, cheese only. Yeah. Like, a, like a beefy melt burrito. That's going to be fine if it sits for a while. Yeah, but There's that's, no problem there. That's a little bigger than a taco. I'm saying... It is, but your taste buds will need some sort of change. Maybe yours will. You're going to eat just just straight soft I could eat, tacos? I could, well, no. I had said what I would do is get... I'd get 12... I'd probably get six of the soft meat and cheese tacos and then six of the... Or at least three of the spicy potato soft tacos. I love those. So that would be my change up, I guess. Those but, are good. Yeah. And then I would go cinnamon twists on the sides. At least one of them would be cinnamon twists. Cinnamon twists. Because those are... They're air. They just take a little while to eat. Crunchy. Should we have... Should we be able to pick our menu yeah. or should Ted be picking the menu for us? I think we should. It's, so it's even no, no, we're no. eating the same amount of stuff, same stuff. The question is, can you finish $25 worth of taco? All right, Bell? So we're, not, we're not necessarily competing with each other. We're just no, we're accepting this challenge. It's, could you do this $25 worth of Taco Bell? However, you need to get it done. And if you're smart enough to find a way that you can eat $25 worth of Taco Bell, then you win. Teddy has to do something. Why does Teddy? Can you he, at least produce gonna, the show shirtless? He's going to sit there with a vomit bucket, waiting for us to throw up if we eat too much, and suddenly just can't keep it down. Oh, why can't I do the twenty five dollars too, Ted? You can, Ted. If I no. thought you'd do it, I, I you're not going to do the, that. That's the most expensive thing on the menu. No, you can't it. get away with that because then <laughs> you could get away with it by saying, "I'll get four quesadillas or five quesadillas that'll total twenty five dollars." You can eat those easy. Yeah, there we go. Mm. Yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think, is that the most expensive menu item they have now? As far as, like, you get a quesadilla, it's like five, six bucks. And I can eat one of those in 12 seconds. Like, just fold that thing up in just three air. bites. I bet I could do, like, four chalupas. Oh, you love a chalupa. Yeah, I, I love those. How many have you eaten at one time, though? Two. <laughs> <laughs> and what else, Ted, is what I would say if it were me ordering. But I know you're like, no, that's, that was it. That was my it. meal. I'm that's full. it. Yeah. I, 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 those, those, uh, chicken quesadillas, if it was just pick anything off the menu, but they have a specific thing that's $25. They don't have those on there. Now the steak grilled cheese burrito. Oh yeah. Is $7. I've had that. It's, it's very good. I love it. But it's $7. So you'd have to just eat like three of those and something else. That appears to be the most expensive thing on here. Okay. That's pretty big, too. I've had one of those. It's big. I could eat three of them, though. <laughs> I've had <laughs> one. I could eat three of those and then probably, what, like two soft tacos? That'd get you to 25 bucks. But we were doing it off the specific challenge someone sent us, so I think we have to stick to that menu. Nachos Bel Grande is six fifty nine. if you mm. wanted that. Not a big fan of that myself. Quesadilla is $6. Steak quesadilla is 6 bucks. Mm. I love that. I could eat that every day. Mm, Mexican mm. pizza, six bucks. That's my wife's favorite thing, the Mexican pizza. She loves that. They just brought it back not too long yeah, ago. Yeah, they did. And every time we go, that's what she gets. Online exclusives. Oh, you can go all you can go haywire on that. The other thing is if you wanted to with Taco Bell, you can get real silly with it. Like I get the grilled chicken soft tacos sometimes, which are a big upcharge. So one of those is like almost I think almost three dollars. So as opposed to a regular hard taco, which is like a buck seventy nine, 
if you added your ingredients to it, you could get like four or five tacos and it'd probably come close to 20 bucks. Now we're not, you can't cheat and have a drink included. In the no, $25, no, no. I would, right? I would get a drink separate. I would need multiple beverages no, to get I, I through No, I know that, this, but you can't but, yeah. include that in, like, I'll get three drinks and drink them. No, no. And also, I don't think, I think that would be counterintuitive, because drinks don't cost that much, and it would, if you try to drink three of their larges, you would only probably get through, like, seven or eight bucks worth of food is what those drinks would cost. You'd still have to do, like, almost $20 worth of Taco Bell, and now you've got, like, a gallon and a half of... <laughs> Mountain Dew sitting in your stomach. That wouldn't be good. Well, I mean, there's no rule that says we can't get up to pee. No, I'm saying, though, if you, you chug like a oh, bunch of Mountain so Dew, like, fill it stomach. fills your stomach. I get you, it. you don't want to eat as much. Uh, a new sports docuseries could be coming to a television near you. Yeah, we talked yesterday about how NASCAR is doing a drive to survive type of uh, documentary, and that's coming out soon, right, Teddy? It's, it's almost yeah, done. end of the month. Yeah, so they've shot that last year, and then it'll be out coming up soon. Uh, Major League Soccer is looking to produce a very similar thing. This is all going to be done by the same people doing the Formula One Drive to Survive that you've seen on Netflix if you've watched it. This would be an MLS series that would follow teams around and chronicle the entire 2024 season from preseason all the way to MLS Cup. It will air on Apple TV, which is the, you know, thing there. Obviously, they have this big TV deal. So it's going to take them a while to get this done. You're going to have the whole season happen. They'll put it out probably next year. I would assume that uh, the crew will be heavily featured, right? I mean, they're, they're the defending, defending champs, champs, and they have the all-star game this year. Yeah, so you would you will probably see, I'm guessing the way they would do this, not knowing how the uh, box-to-box films people, that's who does this. I don't know how they would plan it out, but I'm guessing they're going to look at certain teams and go, all right, uh, Inter-Miami has Lionel Messi, so camera people there. Right. Then they're going to go, who's the defending champs? Columbus crew, camera people there. And then they'll probably pick a half dozen or more other teams to start out their crews and say, you're going to start following this team. Maybe it's a team that's like possibly going to fire their coach. Maybe it's someone like New England just hired Caleb Porter, former crew coach. Maybe that's interesting them. Maybe not. Either way, they're going to probably pick five or six teams to start with. And then after the season starts out, they'll see, oh, hey, this team's lost seven in a row. Let's, <laughs> let's go watch how miserable they are. I just hope MLS lets them do the real thing. Show all the nitty gritty. Don't just sterilize this and make it something that's very favorable to MLS. Uh, Bob Nightingale, longtime baseball reporter, reports that Joey Votto is getting interest from three different teams. Doesn't say which teams. Joey Votto then went on Twitter and said that he's getting interest from four teams. The Care Bears are looking for Grumpy Bear. Okay. Joey Votto is all in on the socials. And a man from India has set a world record by punching a punching bag for 55 hours and 15 minutes. Oh, my. Now, he was allowed a five-minute break each hour, which he was able to bank for longer breaks, which okay. I think is cheating. Is it? I, I think so. Look, the whole point of the world record is doing this consecutively with not stopping. Right. However, I'm guessing the reason that they allow that is because they've they must have at some point said, here's how the record works. You get a five-minute break every hour. But it hour. shouldn't work that way. But I'm saying everyone has probably done If you got to drink something, then someone has to hold up a straw to your mouth and you drink. If you got to piss, you just piss. Right there while you keep punching the bag. I think we can have human dignity and like a Guinness World Record. Like, there's no such thing as human dignity when you're going for a world punching <laughs> bag record. Who cares? You've tossed your dignity out the window. 
I don't think you have. You're, you're yes. trying to you're trying to be doing something very dignified. Oh, trying yeah. to be yes. doing something. That's right. Yeah, you're trying to set a world record at something. Yeah. Like imagine if they said that with the Olympics. Like, I'm sorry. Do you want to win these Olympic games or use the bathroom? Like we, I mean, they let you do it in competitive race walking, right? Where they were, uh, we saw that with the Olympics last time. The guy was walking around, had to crap. Yeah, but they didn't, the they didn't pause the race for him. No, crap that's at your true. own risk. Yeah, but everybody has to crap. So there's a book. <laughs> everybody poops when they race walk, right? Isn't that a that's a book? Everyone's read, I'm sure. So he just got in there. He was quicker out right, of the job. Let me ask you a question. Let's say you're in a like a UFC fight. Yes. All right. In between rounds two and three, you got to take a steamer. All right. I mean, you got to drop it. Mm-hmm. You can't just say pause and then go to the bathroom. They don't just wait for you. No, that's fair. But you're competing against someone else in that moment who's like, so that's not fair. He's resting. Right here. It's endurance and time. No, but that's yes. But I'm saying every other person who's competing gets the same break. If if both of you get a break for five minutes, then I guess that's fair. In tennis, they do that, right? You can take a break. Hoopies? I don't know. I know you can take, like, you can call for a timeout and just sit there on the bench and then scream at the official. I've seen people, I've seen Djokovic, what's his name? Novak Djokovic? I've yes, seen him do his, that. That's his name. The most one greatest of the tennis, player tennis player on earth. earth. That's what he's called. Mm-hmm. ESPN is lying to their own employees. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for a disabled vehicle on the left side of northbound 270 on the east outer belt at Easton Way. And if you're on northbound 71 on that north side between East Broad Street and 11th Avenue, you can expect a five-minute slowdown. This report is sponsored by Take 5 Oil Change. At Take 5, they're faster than you think. That means they'll change your oil and have you back on the road before you can count all the change in your center console. Cha-ching, baby. Just sit back and relax while their fast, friendly team does all the work. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You wanted the best. Instead, you got these two. This is Common Man and T-Bone. It's Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Text the burner phone 614 787 3093, which is what uh, someone has done here. Okay. They say, Hello. 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 Mm. Hello. Would you rather have to do a 100% pre written and scripted show that must be approved by the big wigs with zero interaction with the listeners or. Three nights a week, be the middle spoon between Oreo, Mike Florio, and Aaron Rodgers while having to listen to their bad conspiracies. Oh. I'm sorry, their conspiracies and bad takes. Yeah. Here's the interesting thing about those two guys. Those two guys, it seems, hate each other. Yeah, they Florio do. seems to hate Aaron Rodgers, and I'm sure that Rodgers hates Florio because Florio hates Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers hates anybody It's not done like him. But I don't know which one I hate more. Well, they're they're like two sides of the same coin, right? Because I hate both of them. They both don't like each other, but they both are the type of person that's like, and another thing, and another thing, and another thing. Oh, and I bet you didn't know this. And it's like, 
No, I didn't, but I don't care because you've got it up your craw. You care about it. No one else does, but you're trying to make this like a big issue. Now, uh, I'm going with this based purely on logic now because I hate both of them equally. Aaron Rodgers has a scruffy beard. Right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. That's I not your choice. Say, I thought you were saying that. I didn't know what you were. Yeah. I was choosing right. between the two of them. Oh, no, no, no. The oh, idea it's is. the scripted shows. The other one. I'll do the scripted show. I don't care. I mean, I would I hate it. I care. It'd be terrible for the listeners. Yeah. But the other part of that is, I mean. Yeah, you're right. I'm not, it's my I'm job. not spooning with that. I, it's just, I can't sleep in a bed where I have multiple people like latched onto me. I mean, one <laughs> is enough. I can't, you know. I can't have two people just hanging hot. on to me. I know. I'd be sweltering too in that. right, Teddy? I like it warm, but not that warm. Yeah, too hot. Thanks, That's Ted. not how you... That's... What? Come on, Ted. I was mixing it up there. Try it again. Too hot. Thank you. That's so too much hot. better. Thank you. There so much is. better. Um, ESPN is lying to their own employees. Yeah, this is a weird story. So the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences, otherwise known as NATAS... Or Natus? I don't know. Anyway. Nutsack. They're, the, they're, they're the ones who hand out the Emmys. Yes. If you've ever seen where they give out Emmy Awards, this is this is who does that. So the Emmys, you obviously have the ones that you see that are for movie stars and all that stuff. And then you have the ones that are done for reporters and television. And they even have local regional My Emmys, wife, that kind of thing. When she was a television reporter, was nominated for a local Emmy. Yeah. So I, we went to the ceremony together. That's nice. Yes. Uh, well, ESPN often gets nominated for Emmys for, you know, cable programming, sports programming, things like that. Apparently, since at least 2010, ESPN has inserted fake names in Emmy entries, then took the awards won by some of those imaginary people and gave them to the real people who are on the air, but re-engraved with their actual names on it. The on-air talent, let's say if like game day wins for best... Yeah, best sports Saturday show. morning drunken sign show. Sure. That's that's the category that sure. they're in. There you go, and all, they win. All the producers get an Emmy statue. Anyone listed on the credits can get an Emmy, other than the front talent facing talent. On the desk, like yeah. Herbie and Desmond Howard and Fowler, they wouldn't get an Emmy. Yeah, the reason for this, and this rule just changed apparently this past year, but prior to 2023, the rule was if you were on camera. You could not win an Emmy if your show won an Emmy. Like, you would not be awarded one if your show won because they said they have some, of these people, well, you. some of these people could win, like, best studio host, best reporter, best whatever, on-camera douchebag, whatever. And then if you won for that and then your show won, you're getting two Emmys for the same work, which apparently they said was, how dare you? It's that good. I mean... Don't they do that anyway where people win like the the Oscars if you are like best actor and then your movie also gets yeah, best that, picture? I don't, like, I don't know what to tell you. That, I don't care. Anyway, so because of that, ESPN said, well, we've got a way around that. So what they, And again, this is all stupid. This is not a high crime. This is not anything that anybody should be like truly worried about other than if you want to win Emmys. But uh, what they did was they would put on the end of these shows, they started inserting fake people into the credits such as Kirk Henry. That was the name they used so that they could get an Emmy and then relabel it and give it to Kirk Herbstreet. Mm -hmm. Lee Clark, another guy, not a real person. If they won an Emmy, 
Lee Corso is who got that Emmy that was awarded well, to Lee Clark. Then once ESPN got these Emmys, they would take the nameplates off. Yeah, they would relabel and them. And they would relabel them. Yeah. Uh, Dirk Howard is Desmond Howard on the credits. Tim Richard was Tom Rinaldi. Uh, those appear in all seven years where they won Emmys over the last, I don't know, 15 years or so, whenever this was. Who are they competing with? Oh, I mean, HBO, Real Sports. Oh, okay, oh, like, so it's not like, oh, just in that time period. No, 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 no. Like, it's, we're up against Saved by the Bell, the new class. It would be like best original sports programming. So then you would have College Game Day, and then maybe like a documentary about a sport. I don't know. There were all kinds of different things they could right. fit in there. Uh, the other names that I like, Stephen Ponder is Sam Ponder. If they're going to relabel these things, why would you have the names so similar? I know. Uh, you could... I actually think it would have been better to come up with ridiculous names that made absolutely no sense. Gene Wilson was Gene Wojciechowski. Uh, Chris Fulton was Chris Fowler. And Cindy Chiqua. Shelly Saunders was Shelly Smith. Shelly Smith is who they started talking to in this where she got a call from ESPN like right before she got let go last year where they said, hey, you know that Emmy you've had for like 10 years? We're going to need to give it back because the National Academy of Television and Art Sciences, whatever, that board said, you have to send all these back, otherwise you're not eligible for Emmys Wait a minute, anymore. so they let her go? Well, and she, then ask for the Emmy no, back? No, 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 no. Before they let her go. Oh, I was going to say, if they let me go, I'm not giving the Emmy back. Uh, in March of last year, she had worked there for 26 years. She got a call from Stephanie Drooley, who was the network's head of studio and event production. She said she wanted to talk about something serious and said, you have to send back your two sports Emmy statuettes you'd been given more than a decade earlier for working on this show. And the reason was because of this tomfoolery as it were anyway then in august tomfoolery you never heard of the term tomfoolery oh tomfoolery yeah not it's not a person it's just goofing around i know it's okay i'm sorry for using a dumb word i was sniffing permanent markers that's okay as hey i get it uh but that's then she got let go when pat mcafee got signed and all those people remember they like cut like a quarter of the workforce and they're like here's 85 million for pat mcafee sure she was one of the people who got let go as did lee fitting who was one of the producers who was apparently according to this reporting they believe he was one of the guys who was behind all of this anyway it's all a bunch of nothing ego fluffing but i just love that espn engages in nothing ego fluffing for guys like kirk herbstreet who they pay a bajillion dollars to now do you think they make herbie put it in the mail like, Herbie, we're going to give you an a envelope. Go to the UPS store mm-hmm. and then ship it to us. Or is it, hey, next time you're in Bristol, drop off the Emmy. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what they say. Just, just when asking. You're in, when you're in Bristol, can when you drop you're in it off? Bristol, Could you swing by and drop you that off? drop off the Emmy? Mm-hmm. Right? Hey. Or if it... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Or if you prefer, you can just shove it in a box. Either way. Either way seems right up your alley. And he's like, I'm in Bristol right now. They're like, all right, well, when you get to ESPN, if you could. When you, Connecticut? No. 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 Mm-mm. Nope. Would You Rather is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Westbound 670 between 5th Avenue and Neal Avenue is moving a little slow, about a five-minute delay there. And if you're downtown on eastbound 70, things are moving slow between the 71 West Split and Livingston Avenue. 
This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Strong enough for a Mastiff, but gentle enough for a Chihuahua. Invisible Fence brand is more than a fence. Customized for every pet, every need, and every yard. Their hands-on training and exclusive technology ensures your pet is protected while giving them more room to run. Learn more at InvisibleFence.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Trap. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Pondering life's stupid questions. What if uh, C-A-T really spelled dog? It's time for Would You Rather. Sponsored by Atlas Butler Plumbing Services. The best Would You Rather, according to us, gets a $50 gift card to Pecan Pennies. Pecan Pennies, your downtown home for barbecue, happy hour, and soccer. That's right. All Go right. Bone. Let's start off with start off with a good one. Justin says, my guys. Thank you, Ted. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Uh, for every bowel movement for the rest of your life, would you rather be constipated or have the runs? Runs. Yeah, I, I think hate I'm, that I'm, constipated I'm, I'm, I'm the same. I just get it out of there. Let's go. No, as long as there's uh, no like stomach flu. We're just talking about the runs. Yeah, right. You're saying not like I love you a can't good, keep anything down no, no, or I'm anything not, like that. Yeah, right? We're not yeah. talking about that. I yeah. love a good liquid clean out. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Brewski says, "My guys," and they're taking those inches. Um, you do know, you, do you take those inches? <laughs> Absolutely. Would you? Would you rather watch? The, sorry. Would you rather the Jackets' ownership, front office, and coaches not change for the next twenty years, or have the team get moved after this season and probably get a new expansion team within twenty years if there are new owners? That's that's an un, that's too much of an uncertainty, though. I mean, I know it. I get what he's saying that maybe you would get a team back, but it's. Ah, oh, man, I don't know that you would get it back. As much as it would suck to have this same group for 20 years, and you'd probably be terrible. Well, but you just, you're just you guaranteed to do nothing. You're guaranteed that there's... No, 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 you're not. You're guaranteed that there's going to be hockey in your town, and maybe they just luck into the right combination of players right. through no fault Fine. of their own and Fine. end up getting a winner. I guess I'll take that. I don't want yeah. the team to move. I don't want the team to move either. No. Uh, Captain Obvious says... Uh, imagine next year we have a number one seeded basketball Buckeye team and a number six ranked Buckeye football team taking into account next year's football playoff format. You are only allowed to watch one of these tournaments. Would you rather watch the new football or March Madness? So you got a number one seed basketball team for March Madness or number six ranked. And I can only watch one. Can't watch the football team if you watch March Madness or vice versa. Um, I guess I would go with the number one basketball I team. I would too. Because that's yeah. something that's still on my bucket list to have my favorite college team yeah. win, win a national championship. I've not seen it. Right. And I, you know what? I, yeah, that's And if that's they won one and I didn't see it, well, I mean, I'd be very happy, but I'd be sad that I missed it. Also, I feel like March Madness, because you get to watch all the other stuff too. So all the other college football yeah, games, fair enough. I would much rather watch March Madness than the college football playoffs myself. Uh, KJ says, would you rather have 15 minutes alone with Margot Robbie yes. or 15 minutes alone with the uh, Cadbury cream egg goose spigot? Ooh, <laughs> that's pretty good. 
Now, it's not going to take me all 15 minutes with Margot, so if I get it done in three minutes, can I spend the rest of the no. time with the goose bigot? Here's, I'm going with the goose bigot because no one walks away disappointed from that. She would be very disappointed. Well, I'm, I'm not was... going to be disappointed. No, I'm not either way, but I'm thinking of her. I would feel bad for her. I don't care her. about her. She'd be disappointed I've incredibly. Ha- I've I had the goose bigot. Yeah, I, I have ha- not had I, Margot Robbie. I have not had the goose bigot, so... No. Give me Margo. Uh, Dustin says, my Solana Papadia. Flacco, my cracko. You find yourself digging a 130-foot hole in your floor, thinking you'll find gold, but in, <laughs> but accidentally you fall into that hole. So as you fall to your death, would you rather hear Fallout Boys, Sugar We're Going Down, or On the Way Down by Ryan Cabrera? I don't know that I, one. I don't know either one of those. You don't know Sugar We're Going Down? It, not by name, maybe if I heard the song. Oh, he's it's we're going down, 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 down. <laughs> Sugar We're Going Down swinging. <laughs> you know what? I just want you singing it. <laughs> I don't want the actual version. I want to hear you singing it. So I take that. <laughs> I'll take some comfort in knowing that your voice is going to be the last voice that I hear as I plunge to my death. Loaded gun, cock it and pull it. That's what's the uh, end of that oh, course. Oh, we're going to cock it. There you go. Uh, Meat Sweat says, my guys. Ah! 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 Would you rather for a year... Wait, hang on. Would you rather for a year the amount of hair you currently on your face and head, length and thickness, also be on your ace? Or the amount of hair currently on your ace, length and thickness... Also be on your head and or face. Both are replacements, not additions. Can't trim or shave in either scenario. My my ace wow. is already very hairy. Wow. And I'm fairly clean shaven. So I'm just adding... I'm substituting my, the length your, of my hair on my head yes. for my butt hair, which is pretty much a wash. My yeah. butt hair is like as long as what I have on my head. Is that true? I didn't realize. So What's the difference? You're saying if I look at you now as your face, I'll take, I I'll be take, my, at your I'll take my pants down if okay. you want to see it. <laughs> no, thanks. Um, I mean, I don't have. But the thing is, you can't shave. So after a while, it's going to. Oh, it's the thickness and length stay. That's it. Like it's, yeah, it's thick, yeah, it I'm stays. just saying it's not going to like get longer. Like I, if my, no, if, put it on your crack. Who cares? Yeah, I'm putting it on my crack. What's the difference. Uh, fill the my buck adventure. Yeah, Phil, my Buckeye, says my guys. Oh, yes. Uh, would you rather Ryan Day resign and go back to New Hampshire while the Buckeyes defeat Meat Chicken for 10 straight years? Or Yarmo resign to play professional pickleball, pickleball, that too, and the Blue Jackets win a Stanley Cup in the next decade? Uh, again, I'm not happy with either of these guys. I have more confidence in Ryan Day to actually figure it out than I, I do yes. Yarmo. I have more confidence in Ohio State figuring out a way to beat Michigan right. 10 times in a so row because I've I'll seen go, that. I'll go with that and have yeah. Yarmo go away and, and play pickleball, and I get a guaranteed Stanley and Cup. And there's no guaranteed championship when you beat Michigan. No, it's just beating Michigan. Yeah. Which uh, which is not a just. I no, love I, that. I know. I love I know. it. Well, of course, where we are now, of course we love it. But Stanley Cup, we've never had. And I hope you don't mean like the actual, you mean the Stanley Cup, Lord Stanley's Cup, not the stupid things that cost $700 that can't fit a drink holder. Uh, Urban's Little Meyer says, my guys. They got their hands on a lot of balls. Uh, in this scenario, you're the next OnlyFans star. Would you <laughs> Would you rather be the pimple pumper, pumping it to Dr. Pimple Popper vids live on the stream, or <laughs> be Mr. Tags on Hags, where you lick and play with the skin tags of your top followers <laughs> live on the stream? Tags. Tags. Yeah, I can't watch Dr. Pimple Popper. Sorry. 
Uh, Duke says, my guys. I want to kiss you. Uh, you face a permanent, would you rather face a permanent ban from all drive throughs including banks and pharmacies? You must eat in any restaurant or have your only payment method for all transactions be in coins. No cards, no bills, no checks, or auto withdrawals. I'd get rid of drive throughs Yeah, I would too. I, I, would, I would just go in I and cannot. eat. Are you? How are you paying your mortgage? I with thought coins? you. Were, I thought you were going to say cash. Yeah, if it's coins, but even if it was cash, how are you paying your mortgage with cash? You're going to walk around with that? No, that's stupid. I mean, not stupid. I I know which one I'm picking. That's a good. Would you rather? It's just no way would I pick that. Uh, Chip, yep, yep. Says my. Uh, oh, is it? <laughs> he says my Mickey D Stallion lovers. Bang that all night. That's not Megan. Megan, not Megan. D yeah. Stallion. Okay. Uh, oh, Mickey D. That's what I got it. Mickey D's like McDonald's. That's he's combining. All right, all right, all right. Fine. I'm fine. stupid. Sorry, sorry, Chip. You know what though? Look, what? I, I know I said a lot of stuff about Margot Robbie. Yeah. Sub out Megan D. Stallion. Uh huh. For Margot Robbie. Uh huh. Oh, I'm I'm yeah I'm already there. I'm just I'm I'm just saying that's fine with me. I'm with you. Uh, today I have a body idiom. Would you rather? So would you? This is. So would you rather literally have butterflies in your stomach, or would you rather literally have a stick up your, you know what? How for how long? I don't know. He just says, "Would you rather?" I don't think you can have butterf. If butterflies are in your stomach, aren't they dying? Or is it like for a few minutes they, they they're forever? Fluttering. I guess I'd get used to the stick. I get used to the stick. I'm with you. Uh, T-Bone's Running Club says, my guys. Look at my boobies, Jack. Would you rather deal with negative 30 for a week every winter or 120 for a week every summer? Negative 30. I'd go 120. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, It's Lorraine from Lorraine. Flack on my cracker. Yeah. Uh, Last one we've got here, I think, unless you've got time for more. Come on, let's go. Beans and Butter says, would you rather have to be the lead singer of Little Hoo-Ha and produce a full-length studio album called "Occasionally Naked," or walk to the or walk onto the Ohio State football team. You must meet all the requirements to do so. But I I, I want to be the lead singer. Yeah, I'd rather do that. that. I don't want to. I'd have to, to who walk onto the Ohio State football program. You'd have to like get enrolled in school, and then be very physically active and be like strong enough to hit a tackling sled. And that's, that's going to be years of working out for us before we even come close to that. And then we're old, so I that's never going to happen. Fun. Well, which one did you like? Do you have one off the top of your head? Ted, pick a winner. No, I got, Who did I'm, the uh, Goose, Bigot, and Margot Robbie one? That was that pretty one good, is, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, that's, I'm not saying you have to pick that, but that was pretty that's good. That's good. KJ. KJ wins that one. Congrats, KJ. Did you see... It's not this song, but it's the only one I have. Mm-hmm. The TikTok? I don't know why I said it like that. TikTok? TikTok? Yeah. Of the old woman rocking out to Shinedown? I did. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. Age is just a number, baby. Absolutely right. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do stuff like that. No. If you like rock and roll, get out there. If you like shoving lip fillers in your face and you want to look like you're... Oh, I don't know about that. Catwoman when you're 80 or 90? Who am I to judge, right? I'm judging. Marlo <laughs> Thomas. Stop. <laughs> yeah. What if Marlo Thomas was doing that and then also going to Shinedown concerts? Maybe Mar- maybe it's it's a whole... Is it Margot Thomas or Marlo Thomas? It's Marlo. You're right. I said Margot because we've been talking I about I Margot I said Margot Robbie. too. Anyway, Mar- Marlo, Marlo Thomas. Yeah. Marlo Thomas. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a, a, a reason for this. What do you why mean? Why she's sh- so frightening. What, how, because huh? the, the, the kids with cancer show up at St. Jude. Yeah. And then she's there to greet them. 
Hello, kids. They're like, oh my, my god, my father started this hospital. They're like, and then the cancer just jumps right out of the kids because they're so damn scared. I thought they were going to say like, I can overcome anything. I already met the scariest thing I've ever met. That's right. So I've already faced my fears. Now it's time to go kick this cancer in the face. <laughs> let her live. No, no, let her live. I mean, I, I hope, uh, I hope her, I hope it all lives. I hope she's good. Back page coming up. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's still an accident blocking the left lane on southbound 71 on the north side before Morse Road. About a five-minute delay in stop-and-go traffic from 161. There's a disabled vehicle on the left side of northbound 270 on the east outer belt at Easton Way. And you'll find traffic is stop-and-go on eastbound 70 on the west side between Mound Street and 315. This report is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same flexible payments. Go to Direct DirectAuto.com for a free quote. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Oh, my bodysuit mamma jammas. I saw Tyvis out there. Well, Tyvis Powell's show with you tonight. I'm excited for it. Mm. It'll be good. Tyvis says he's off bread. Off bread. Off bread. Off okay. of no, bread. No That's bread. We're not the doing diet. bread. No bread. Which I found. What I found interesting though is that he was eating like a Reese's peanut butter cup in there. Mm-hmm. That's not so bread. It's clearly, it's sugar though. Makes not, a lot of sense. It's not a bread. it's a carb. It's not bread. Did he say he was off carbs? No, he didn't. He, he said, said he was off he bread. He said he was off bread. I don't so know how long. It's a way to long... cut out a big carb while still, you know, he can have some french fries. I don't know how long this is going to last, though. Yeah. Because in there he was saying he hates this and he'd rather just be fat and ugly. Also. And then said, how do you like it? And I said, I, li- I like it quite a bit. Thank yeah. you, Tyvis. Tyvis, I would just ask, again, like, this is a former professional athlete who is in for regular most everyone else that you've ever met he's in tremendous shape and he's saying i want to lose a little bit more i'm just as someone who's never even been close to tyvis powell shape i know you're doing great buddy. it feels i want to encourage tyvis powell good job way to go people like us it's tough to see you know it's tough to hear about it's tough people to witness like us look at you <laughs> you yeah, are the me. same weight as when i met you you are constantly eating. You're like Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven. I turn the corner, you're eating another snack. Mm-hmm. Constantly eating. Yep. And you're going to say people like us? That's a good reference, by the way. It's it good. is. It's right. <laughs> you're not is. like us. And now, The more that I think about it, I am always you are snacking always on something. You are always eating. What is the... I mean, I must not be eating too bad. But I feel like I eat whatever crap no. I want to eat. Timmy, and you stay the same way. Eat whatever you want. I'm lucky this that is... I'm tall. I'm tall, all right? But if I, I mean, I, if I show you my gut, you're not going to like what you see. All right, well, let's compare. I don't look like that. Let's of compare. You have a I'll gut. show you my gut and you show me yours and we'll see who's let's, walking away from that one scarred for life. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
Put your shirt down. What are those polyps? What is happening? What is that? Yeah, you don't want to see that. All right, what's coming up on the Buckeye Show tonight? Coming up tonight, of course, we got more movement with the football team. I still want to get Tyvis' take just on all the coaching, not not firings, the retirements, because he played for Pete Carroll. He's got some connections to Nick Saban, certainly, from his side on the Buckeye fence, so we'll do some reminiscing about that. And Emeka Igbuka is going to be a Buckeye in 2024. A lot to talk about tonight. Buckeye Show, top of the hour, right here on The Fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. All right, man. Uh, Matt Stafford's wife is apparently getting into it with the Lions fans because uh, one Lions fan, I guess, who's got a little bit of a voice, has proposed this idea that when you go to that playoff game, the Lions and the Rams, Matt Stafford back, but with the Rams, of course, he's saying don't wear your Lions jersey if the only Lions jersey you have is a Matt Stafford jersey. There's a ban on that. We shouldn't be wearing Matt Stafford jerseys to this particular I don't, I don't Lions have a game. with that. I don't think Sounds so. Very logical to me. I don't think that's wrong. Uh, it's their first playoff game they've hosted in 30 years, but uh, apparently she has decided. Has uh, his wife's name is Kelly Stafford? That's correct. Yeah. Kelly Stafford has said on her Instagram, KB Stafford 89. Uh, well, this is sad because it's the complete opposite of how we feel about the city. Matthew has always been the bigger person and will continue to be that. Praying for an incredible game with zero injuries, and then she. <laughs> Then she apparently went on to say, like, this is not a good thing and nobody should do this. And and kind of went off after this person who said, we love Matt Stafford. It's not against him. It's just they just said, don't wear the jersey. He's on the other team. This is a fanboy yeah. fan guy. This is right. a fan decision. Yeah, I don't. You're, I don't. you're for the Lions. It's not that you're anti Matt Stafford. I'm sure they they would have loved to have that Super Bowl with Matt Stafford being the quarterback. But now right. they have Jared Goff. Yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, Jason Momoa. Feel for the guy. This is uh, you know a hunky action star who has, of course, been in a ton of movies. The heartthrob of America, some would argue. He also knows what Lisa Bonet's bottom half looks like. Well, that's it. He's, and I am jealous. Well, they, uh, unfortunately, just recently had a divorce. And so he was asked about where he lives now that uh, they have parted ways. And he said, quote, I don't even have a home right now. I live on the road. So he apparently, oh Bob he apparently explained he's been working on the docu series. He's working on the docu series on the Rome, which is all about him sitting on top of Jim Rome's dome. No, trying uh, to get cell service. No, he, no, it's him. It's him apparently encountering artisans, musicians, and athletes as he travels across the U.S. So he's doing this for a TV show. He's just saying, right now, I don't have a place that I live because I'm always on the road with this show. I'm always in these weird places. You know what, though? If you never, if you went homeless after shacking up with Lisa Bonet, I kind of get it. I feel like nothing else probably could compare. Are you a fan so, of his? I'm a fan of his. I'm a fan of Lisa Bonet. I mean, she's I didn't great. ask about Lisa Bonet. I asked if you're a fan no, of he's, Momoa. He's a handsome man, and he does a good job in the movies that I've seen. I haven't seen Aquaman, so I don't know. Maybe that sucked. But. I saw him in that Fast 10 movie. I thought he sucked in it. Oh, wow. That wow. bad, huh? Look at you. And I guess I'm just, I'm Team Efron, you know, if we're going for... Team Efron. Zach Efron. Zach if I'm Efron. talking about a hunky Oh, I don't, I don't know dude, why they are have they to competing with each other. Well, I mean, for me, they are. Was, was like, 
was Momoa up for the the Von Eric movie? And then they were like, "Sorry, unbelievable." And then Zach Efron walked in. They were like, "That's the guy." It's not that, that they're competing head to head for similar parts. I'm just I, he's he was a wrestler in this most recent film. Timmy, they're competing for your parts. They and are. That's right. And that's competing okay for me, Bone. That's right. I'd rather have Harrison Ford. Oh, pop a pill, put your earring in. Let's go. Crash the plane. Thank you, common man. Is that your Harrison Ford? <laughs> what are we doing? Get off my plane. Buckeye's <laughs> going to crash it. Buckeye shows next. We'll see you tomorrow for whatever this is. Did I make that joke yesterday? Yes. We're back tomorrow for more whatever of this is. Whatever of this. That's not right. Tyvis Powell's next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. There's a disabled vehicle on the right side of eastbound 70 downtown before 4th Street, causing a couple-minute delay and some stop-and-go traffic from the 71 West Split. And we've got a five-minute slowdown due to that accident blocking the left lane on southbound 71 on the north side before Morse Road. And traffic is moving slowly on westbound 670 between 71 and Neal Avenue. This report is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same lowdown payments. Go to directauto.com for a free quote. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. It's a fan action update. This action update is brought to you by Maryhaven. Maryhaven Gambling Intervention Program, where free help is available to gamblers and their loved ones. In the last 70 years, the Browns franchise has 10 playoff wins. 10 and 19 straight up. Their quarterback Saturday, Joe Flacco, has 10 playoff wins in his career. He's 10 and 5 straight up. Browns are a two and a half point road favorite over the Texans. Flacco's over under passing yards prop is 270 and a half. For your Maryhaven action update, I'm Scotty Vegas. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The Fan. The Fan. Good evening. I'm pretty well. Starting with Ohio State football, Emeka Egbuka has announced that he will be returning for his senior season with the Buckeyes. Opposite of that, Marvin Harrison Jr. has declared for the 2024 NFL Draft. Elsewhere in college football, Oregon coach Dan Lanning says he will be remaining with the Ducks. Lanning was considered to be a top candidate to replace Nick Saban at Alabama. In the NFL, after 24 seasons together, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots have agreed to mutually part ways. Belichick does still want to coach, and he's expected to pursue other opportunities in the league this offseason. In the NBA, Donovan Mitchell's 45-point outburst leads the Cavs to a 111-102 win over the Nets today in Paris. And in women's college hoops this evening, 17th-ranked Ohio State is hosting Rutgers. They're just about to tip off over at the shot. This update is sponsored by Dr. Mark Levy. If you're snoring and not sleeping, give Mark Levy a call at Winnihan or Sleep or visit him online at sleepbettercolumbus.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.